It's when he's escaping the, the hospital and he crawls up the window and he does the and like the French cops like it's not a good idea. He's like, well I thought it was and then he sees oh, yeah. the truck moving, uses his belt to jump on the wire and slides, and when he hits and looks back at the pairs, his reaction is I can't believe that worked. Mm-hmm. Like that's where my like that's where he Ethan Hunt got to. And he's always been there, but I love now that's just where he lives. Is in the I'm gonna push. The only thing that's gonna stop Ethan Hunt is truly death. True, yeah, because he's like, I don't know how it's gonna go. Yeah, he even and says I that in the latest that. one. I don't know what the plan's gonna be. Is there? Hey, and question. that they totally take that to the there's, limit and there, fall out. There's no Mission Impossible movies on this list, are there? I don't think there is a one. When did three come? Two thousand nine. Three came out in 06. Really? So if there were gonna be, are there you was sure a, that's yes, not on I'm here? positive that there, and I don't think there that's are any a on bummer. There. Yeah, because the I would first put, one was like what ninety seven. So that means JJ doesn't have a movie on the list. Uh, correct. True. J.J. Abrams. A man who has How much has put changed? his mark on Hollywood. How much has changed? I would, if you could put, years. if you could, here's a, here's a question that we're going to start this off with. Okay. Uh, mark, Dave, if you could put one Mission Impossible movie on the list of the 500 greatest of all time, like you could only He's put already one. put one on the list of the 500 greatest movies of all time. He yeah, put you Ghost Protocol on their last Protocol. episode. The answer is Ghost Protocol. Because <laughs> it is my personal favorite. It's your personal favorite. Like, it like is, you could you, you, you could just, line them up and you could and I could probably you can get me to agree that Rogue Nation and Fallout probably Rogue Nation more so even than Fallout are, are the better, better of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just think Ghost Protocol. I just I absolutely love it. I, I think also Brad Bird really showed that he how good of a director. Agreed. He is. I don't even that. like the villain or remember the villain hardly at all in that line. I remember that it was a Russian guy. Yeah, I, he's for like some older. Reason, thought I it love was he's an older stellar guy that can still fight. Mm-hmm. But it's not stellar skateboard. Really good. Um, stellar? Uh, Who's stellar really skateboard? Really stellar Skarsgård. Yeah. So funny you guys call him that. I, just, the, I got a cough because I don't remember where I heard it originally, but he's I can't ever call him anything else. It's so funny. We have maybe the most. I think it's the Jason Manzukis <laughs> line. Where do and what and how did this get made? No. When they talk maybe about maybe it's how did this get made? When they yeah. talk about yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Goodwill mm-hmm. Hunting or something. Mm-hmm. Probably or Thor, the first Thor. But we have speaking of Thor, maybe the most special episode of our podcast ever. Speaking oh of wow! Thor, is happening right now. We're, we're recording it currently. I came in not knowing this. Hector's you saying that. Should. He's wearing his Marvel Studios no. 22 movie marathon t-shirt right Whatever now. Whatever it takes. What did you do all day today? Whatever it takes. Anything Marvel related? Were you getting prepped for this? No, but I did receive my Korg action figure and I showed it to both of you. Yeah, yeah you it did. Great. It's pretty, a great Korg. Pretty excited about that Korg. Sweet Korg. Mm-hmm. Sweet Hell of a Korg. How long did it take you to get that? Like when, once Korg? you ordered it. Yeah. Ordered it on eBay. It takes about a week and a half. Oh, eBay. That's I'm pretty no good rush. time. I'm a no, I go to eBay now. I can't. Toy collecting is you can't actually find stuff in stores. There's no there's Because no there's way. those people that just yeah. wait at the, when yeah. it opens. That know when like Target gets Especially their shipments. Especially in LA. Yep. And goes and grabs them all. I so bet I'm if like, you drive okay. to Bakersfield, you can fucking get whatever you want. Yeah, Bakersfield. Yeah, there you go. Good plan. Good plan. Let's go to Bakersfield. I used to do that toys. for Spawn. Mm, McFarland toys. I still have a bunch of Spawn at home in my oh parents' my house. Because I, I got into those action yeah. figures a lot. Jimmy Fox. I collected them. Yeah. That's going to be a, that's gonna be a movie. A new movie. That's going to be spawn. nuts. <laughs> Isn't he doing <laughs> it, though? Don't even Tom get him McFar- started. Tom McFarlane's directing it, and I don't think that's even a... How can that a good be a idea. sign? How can that be an a- actual <laughs> hey, sign hey, hey, that it hey, will hey. be good? Frank Miller co-directed The Spirit, or Sin City, and, and he directed terrible. The Spirit. Yes, 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 yes. The when is it The worked? only way the first Sin City worked was because a director did it. Robert Rodriguez, yeah. Yeah, correct. Can we think of when it's worked? Um... 
uh, Brad Bird doing uh, Mission Impossible Ghost Brotes. That doesn't count. Animation director outside of his. I still think he was a, a he's film director. But it wasn't his creation. That was his media. It was he's his medium. Yes. The answer is never ever. The answer is comic book writers can write movies and TV shows, and a lot of the times those work. But uh, for sure, yeah. writers yeah. can go a lot of places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Writers can go a lot of places. Oh, the places you'll write. The direction is where. And Todd McFarlane, have you guys ever revisited Spawn of recently? No, uh, the, I've never the, the visited movie or the, comic? or the comics. No. So I was like, oh, because when I read it, I was very spotty on it, because I would I would just buy it when my parents would buy it for me, mm-hmm. and I tried to go back and revisit and sco- at least the first fifty. After maybe eight or ten issues in, it goes to hell. It does oh. not come. I, I, I mean, you could probably argue there's some characters, some maybe other storylines that I'm maybe missing. Cause but I here's, here's I the thing, the Mark Dave. One or you whatever. keep wasting time talking about Spawn. I know. We I have know. a finite <laughs> amount of time to talk about Hector's favorite thing 23 in the universe. Much uh, more interesting. Yeah, what are you talking about? This is going to be Iron Man only. That's what this podcast <laughs> okay, is. I'm well, sorry. I'll, okay, I'll bring it back. I'll rein, my, I'll rein Here, myself in. I'll Should rein we intro the podcast? Not yes. that I'm... Because I'm not opinionated, opinionated at all on Marvel. <laughs> no, of course. Uh, I'll, I'll in, rein us in. In a uh, shirt you had commissioned yeah. <laughs> that Captain has Captain America, America on it. It's and just I'm, showing off your pecs. That's all that shirt's that's doing. All it it's like a Chris yeah. Evans shirt. Yeah, I'm how'd you fat. get his <laughs> biceps to line up with your pecs so That was amazing. Well. Every time you flex a, oh your biceps. Oh, my God. Every single time you flex your pecs, it flexes his biceps. Super soldier I, over here. And not, also his I forehead. Not. I don't know if I like yeah. it. Super soldier. That's crazy. Can I be honest? I regret wearing this because it's too tight. (laughs) (laughs) I got a shirt you can wear if you want. (laughs) Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the 500 Greatest Films podcast. looks great on you. My name is Hector Navarro. Sitting across from me is the roadie to my Tony Stark. I don't know. The Jane Foster to my Thor. And more importantly... (laughs) I just went from best friend to love interest. The Korg to my meek. Mr. Okay, Mr. Keller Knobloch. Say I'm hi, glad Keller. I got to be Korg in yeah. that situation. Oh, absolutely. And you're meek, and you may be dead. Yeah. yeah. Hey, thanks. Hi. And our <laughs> our guest tonight is a returning guest. He's now part of the Two Timers Club. Real quick, Hector. Likewise. He, what's that? What likewise. am I? If he's all those things in the Marvel Universe, what am I to you? He is. He is uh, the Nick Fury. To our Avengers. Yeah, you run this shit, I, brother. I don't know yeah. if I deserve yeah. that title, but yeah. I run can't. this shit. At the very least, you're the Maria Hill. At the right, very, t- very least, you're I'll like take, a I think Phil I'm a Maria Hill you're way Maria Hill. before I'll ever be in You want a Colson? I'm either a Maria Hill or a Sharon Carter. You want to be Sharon Carter? Yeah, one of those two. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. You can uh, be Peggy if you want. Yeah. No, uh, I'm not that close to the love interest. I'm the one that gets kissed but never, get the, get, never gets the guy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I would honestly, out of all of the movies that we can talk about, we won't necessarily talk about them. You, I could see you so much in a lot of those sort of solid number two roles. Like you're very much like a Sam Wilson Falcon. You're, you're very much like that. a... Uh, maybe you're a bit of a combination of all of the Warriors three from like Thor, like your Volstag, Fandral, Hogan. You know what I mean? I could yeah. see that. I could see um, Volstag, Vandral, Hogan. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> the Warriors three. That's you know? me. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, definitely like a Nick Fury for sure, because you're the brains behind the operation, and. Uh, <laughs> You're a brains behind that person. Try collaborating with me. You're going to take that back. Uh-oh. You're, the, you're Ned, guy in the chair. Guy in the chair. Ned Leeds. Guy Ned in the Leeds. chair. There you go. Absolutely. I'll take that. Absolutely. Oh, man. Now I'm just thinking about other franchises. We yeah, you to. would be like Wakabi in Black Panther. Again, it's Daniel Kalula's What about character. in Mission Impossible? Oh, yeah. I'll take that. Oh, you, Benji all the way. 
one thousand percent a From Benji. What? Who do you want in uh, you, Mission you're, Impossible? You're a Benji with shades oh, of Benji. Luther. Yeah, you got shades of Luther Stickle in you. But yeah. you got you got like new Benji like mm-hmm. doing Benji shit. on the field attitude. Oh really? That's you got that Benji on the field energy. I think I have. I would have the Benji just fresh on the field. Mm. <laughs> the Mission Impossible Three talking about the rabbit's foot and that's it. No, Benji it'd be playing video Ghost games. Protocol, where Ghost I'm protocol. like really happy to be yeah. out here. <laughs> <laughs> but he is a writer. Just wants to wear a mask so bad. Writer, an actor, one of the best improvisers I've ever seen in my life. Oh, thanks. Mark Seriously. David Christensen is joining us tonight. Yes. Last year you were here <laughs> talking about The Fountain. The Fountain. Aronofsky's The Fountain. We had that a great last discussion year. Wow. last year. You're only on this podcast once a year. And okay, Nobody wants more you. than that. And you are nice and comfortable and leaned back in the chair. That's why it's a little echoey, but you're comfy and that's what's If you important. want me to get closer, I'll get no. closer. This is a very special episode. I didn't notice how echoey it was. Yeah, the, it needs the echo. It needs it. <laughs> oh for how special go. this gotta, episode. Gotta, I'm sorry, listeners, that I'm ruining your sound. We got to give this this subject it, its room. We got to give it. Th- don't do that. Don't I have do to. It. Don't do it. I have don't, to. I don't no, want to bring it down. No. You bring it down for me. We're gonna get. Oh we're gonna. God. We're gonna take that echo. You made me let's self-conscious. Be <laughs> let's be honest. This one's gonna be pretty intimate. It yeah, is. Yeah. Let's and get so intimate. We all might need to be a little bit close quarters. Here's a deal. Here's a deal. Everybody knows what this podcast is. We got two traditions. Keller, first of all, is going to tell us what movie we're talking about tonight. Secondly, it's going to come back to you, Mark Dave. We will again ask you to contribute a movie to a list of the 500 greatest movies ever made. Last year, you contributed Mission Impossible Ghost Protes. True. So this year, it could be any movie ever. It could be a movie we watched tonight. It could be a movie you saw last week. It could be a movie you grew up with. It could be something that you think everybody you would unanimously agree is great. Or it could be something that only you think is great. Any movie ever. By the end of this episode we're going to ask you for that contribution okay okay so be thinking on that but first i cannot wait i cannot wait to get into this there's right. so goddamn much to talk about Baker including clapped his hands in including i want to try to get to some rankings and you said mark dave that you could rank this franchise. Rank you'll rank them i want to hear keller's ranking i, I want to talk because here's the deal folks i hate ranking but i'll do it for her. here's do you the really deal hate it you know how much yeah, I, I, love I think it, it's foolish I, I hate it and i love it yeah <laughs> it is it is shit but <laughs> whoa I like I uh, to, uh, it, it's awful and it's something that men do and they're obsessed with ranking and lists and that's what this podcast is and that is something that men do and I am one of those men, but I think that it is for my, it's a personal thing and for my own like uh, enjoyment of films, it helps me sort of quantify, not that art needs to be quantified, but again, I'm not, I'm not ranking Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol against, you know. The Godfather Part Two. I'm like, no, I just want to rank all the mission movies. Like Great. everything, you know what I mean? Like, and I think that's fair and okay to do within its own category or franchise or or whatever. Um, so this is a special episode because this is the one and only entry in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the biggest, most successful franchise of all time. And if I'm being completely honest, it's my favorite movie franchise ever. What? Because of the man that I am. Who? I think it's Who probably mine. Yeah. If I had to, if I had to be like, if I was. If someone's like, choose? pick your favorite yeah. franchise. So Mission Impossible, which you yeah, just I love Mission, in a major way. I love, it's probably Mission Impossible is like second, you know? Okay. Because I, ju- I just think the hours that I've given the You're Marvel franchise and the mu- the amount I've rewatched. Yes. And I, I would I would say that I was from the get-go a Marvel f- a Marvel franchise fan as a as a child, we're programmed. To, yeah, that's that's like, how I first found. Starting love in two thousand eight, no, yeah. but I, even just the cinematic universe. It was yes. like two thousand eight from Iron Man's kickoff. Yes, it was like, oh, I'm on board. There might have been a dip in there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think everything has that dip. But, but like, hold that thought because before sorry. we get to the dip, 
Oh yeah, Keller. Get, Keller, oh, you take over, right? Keller. I'm, I'm locked and loaded. Ooh, so don't let me die. Here we go. <laughs> so Keller, with that stuffy British guy voice from Empire Magazine, 2008, came out in November of 2008. Tell us what movie we are watching tonight. 406, <laughs> Iron Man, 2008, <laughs> director Jean Favreau. Jonathan. Jonathan Favingrinto. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. takes the Marvel fave to a whole new level and audience. Favreau mounts efficient action, but it's the acting that sticks. How rare is that for a blockbuster? I said rare. <laughs> <laughs> pretty That's good. That's pretty good. Here's, you know what? Here's it the deal. calls it pretty can early I, on. Can I deep, like, be mad at that for a moment? Yes, Go but I want to, before you do, okay. I just want to explain. When this I told you list, I'm locked in when this list, you cut him off when this list was formulated, <laughs> when this magazine was published, November of 2008, there was only two movies in this new emerging franchise, technically, Iron Man and the Incredible Hulk, and that's it. And that's it. And there's no way that this magazine or Hulk anybody in the world, Ju- June of 2008, literally okay, a month okay. later. So that nobody, might not even been counted in the tabulation. Nobody in the world could have predicted that this movie and nobody liked Hulk would have enough. led would have led to what it is today. So, but please share your thoughts, Mark David, about that little blurb. I also don't love it. I think it's a very like, oh, you guys didn't put the most thought into this. Yeah, but it's also, this is the thing I don't like about it. Is there acting, this, it's just that, that this last phrase of like, mm-hmm. but it's the acting that sticks. How rare is that for a summer blockbuster? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's Terminator go. Terminator ba- 2, acting. Jurassic Park, Men in Act- Black, Every which we just did recently. Works, yes, it works because there's good acting. Yes, in extraordinary and, and for extraordinary circumstances that exist in blockbuster movies. So I think that this person's really talking down on this movie, but also just in blockbusters. And I'm like, that's this is the thing I have problem with, like especially the, when you like look at things the like action 10. movies or things like blockbuster movies don't aren't considered like. Good enough for like an yes. award, an acting yes. award, because I'm like, for sure, ah, for sure. I think you're full of shit. Well, let's fast forward. Do you think Robert Downey Jr. is good enough for an acting award from the Academy Awards in uh, for Avengers Endgame? Fast forward. Fast forward 11 years. 2019's Avengers Endgame comes out. Tony, I'm just Stark gonna dies. say sure because okay, you, I would agree. Here's the thing. I don't. The awards have really lost their luster for me in general. Sure, sure. But if like, but if William Hurt can get nominated for a History of Violence one scene. In a very like, very like memorable but very charactery thing. Yeah. Then yeah, of course, Rob, Robert Downey Jr. acts Here's his ass off. As if Tony the Return Stark. of the King can win Best Picture simply because go. it had two other movies that were better than it. There you go. And part of the, the trilogy, then Robert Downey Jr. can win an Oscar. Can for go Everton. win yeah. or at least be nominated for fucking playing Iron Man for yeah. the whole franchise. I agree. So 100%. there you it's go. It's also crazy that they're down like they're shit talking blockbusters yes. when in the top 10 mm-hmm. let's we have jaws mm-hmm. yeah have like so jaws not that good no we have raiders yep which is like iron man is is like those I, like raiders is based off of old pulp yeah. novels yeah pulp jaws is an adaptation of a book the godfather's an adaptation of a book the iron man movie's an adaptation it's of like a, 40 years of comics yeah a book but i just the, the idea that blockbusters don't have good acting is i'm yeah. i'm 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 flabbergasted on that statement. Yeah. Like that, that is a rare thing. And I'm like, no, it isn't. It's, they, it's that's how yeah. they succeed. Cause mm-hmm. no one's going to believe that, that shark. Mm-hmm. Look at that movie. The whole, even the story behind jaws is that that shark malfunction and they didn't have a shot to show the shark for the majority of the movie. There's only very specific. So you have to have good acting 
sell the idea that fucking the thing's a threat. Yeah. Or that it's like Roy Schneider and Dr- uh, Richard Dreyfus that are like actually they play up yeah. the urgency. And yeah. also That's that great fucking acting. cast is bonkers. Yeah. The it's Jaws great. cast and it's the great. Down Talk blockbusters or Harrison Ford, mm-hmm. uh, Sean Connery being in the indie movies, mm-hmm. just the insane... The Star Wars movies have had good yeah. actors and, you know. Forever. The classic ones, pretty good the actors. Biggest the biggest movies of ones, all time are yeah. blockbusters. Yeah. For a reason. I think that yeah. what they're trying to say, which is like, okay, it could have been maybe a better way to put this, but like, it's rare for blockbusters to be good. Did Martin Scorsese write this book? No kidding. Just Actually, kidding. I think, and, and, can <laughs> right? we talk about that real quickly? <laughs> oh boy, let's we get into it. We haven't addressed it on the podcast yet. <sighs> here's, here's my take on it. I don't care. He doesn't Whatever care. Whatever you He's like. Right. You li- Martin I, Scorsese I don't, is right. I don't need anybody's approval for what I like. And do I think he's missing out on stuff? Yeah, man, but he he explains why he is. He's like, well, I was born of this generation. This is what I'm interested in and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, to, to piggyback on that, yeah. I think everybody's, all the nerds that are like Shut wasting up. their time with it. Yeah, who cares? Are not realizing it's a personal statement and yes. not a broad statement. He, I feel like, in my opinion, Scorsese didn't, just didn't finish his sentence. Yes. The statement is, they aren't cinema to me. Correct, correct. That's it. That's it. And that and if he said that, I think no one would have given a fuck. I agree. But because it's only they're not cinema and they and and nerds are uh, Yeah. People that are like sit in their fucking basements and don't really interact or have social skills. Or watch more movies than he, these than types just of movies. These, and yeah. all of these people consider themselves to be cinephiles, but mm-hmm. they also happen to love these Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. And so now mm-hmm. someone's coming at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm just like it's just a personal statement. It has nothing That's to it. do with actually them truly and, being cinema or not. And it's they tough. are. It's Moving tough because, because Marty, I like to call him Marty, Scorsese said, I tried him. I tried a couple, weren't for me. And a lot of people are going, well, that's not fair because you didn't see all of them or you didn't see Thor Ragnarok or break. you didn't see whatever, whatever. But for me, it's so stupid because I'm like, you know what? We're talking about that dip. I'm the completionist that goes, you shouldn't watch any Marvel movie until you've seen every Marvel movie in order. It sounds stupid, but I'm like, really, Thor Ragnarok is gonna be Thor Ragnarok is gonna be even better after you've seen Thor: The Dark World because it's bad, and because then you'll get okay, Loki dies like in that. You and were how it, so angry with me for not liking the Fast and the Furious movies, and then you were so mad at me, and then you made me watch so much garbage yep. to get to <laughs> the gold. Yep. But and there's gold. There be gold. Dig through the garbage, and Martin Scorsese doesn't yeah. have a head. And I don't blame him. He's, I don't, he's, and also, I just don't, everything, nothing works for everybody. Sure, exactly. It and, shouldn't. And, uh, I don't know. I'm just, don't, stop telling. It's a waste of time. I'm never going to force my girlfriend to be into Marvel movies. Give me yeah. a fucking break. Yeah. If you wanted that, you'd just be dating yourself. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so, but I don't know. I just think it's something that we should have moved on a past agreed. within the and, t- within and 24 hours. Yeah. And within we, an hour. And, and I think we found out. I don't want to. I don't remember how. I don't want to say how. But I think we found out that like apparently the behind the scenes is that Martin Scorsese felt awful he that did. his comments were sort of misconstrued and that he wrote went, an op-ed when, when somebody. I mean, he went to that trouble because I think he felt awful that there was a group of people that felt offended or hurt or insulted by what he said. And he's such a movie lover that he doesn't want movie fans to, you know, so I yeah. think he was genuinely like hurt by that. And it's like, of course, don't worry about it, dude. If he had told me that I would have been like, that's okay. You're Martin fucking Scorsese. You know, you're great. You, Goodbye. You all have friends in your life. If yeah. you're like a good human, yeah, you have friends in your life where you go, I love this thing. And mm-hmm. your friend goes, 
that mm. doesn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. And, that's and you still go, okay, friend. let's keep hanging out. Yeah, exactly. Let's mm-hmm. do something else. Then. That's fine. Jake Jabor. God. <laughs> what weird, but also normal taste that guy has. Yeah. yeah. His, die hard, his die hard opinions. Die hard? What's his His die hard opinions get me going. He Live is a, free? Are you a fan of die hard? No, I don't like anything after three, personally. Mm. But you like well, the... Yeah, well, yeah. Five uh, is bad. Four is okay. You like the first one, though, right? But you like, I like one and three. One and three, I think, are tops. Yeah. What does he say? He is a big, I mean, I think one is still always going to be up there. Okay. But he really loves like live and die or whatever. Live free or die hard? And I'm like, I'm just like, it should have not been John McClane. That should have just been a new franchise. I bet you he's got, he's got some, even a worse one than that. Jake Jabor, a worse opinion. (laughs) Let's put him on board. I love the guy, but it's funny when I, when you diverge with him like that. Yeah, it's great. Because like, you can listen to him talk about it. You're like, I get 100% why you do like it, but I do not agree. (laughs) Here's the deal. We normally start start with and we made him watch the second worst movie on this podcast oh, so god. we can't say too which much which was about what it. oh god andy warhol presents flesh, flesh. Oh, i don't know i can't awful, believe you made awful, him awful, of him awful. of all people though sit he, he was a late in the game get he was a yeah. he came so through in like, the clutch funny. who's funny and will hate this yeah he came cool. through in the clutch okay this thing normally goes like this we will ask our guest to open up with overall thoughts of the movie we just watched here's the deal i'm gonna be real what we, we talked through a lot of this movie we would check in with it every once in a while to see a scene. Do we, we've all seen this movie tons and tons of times. I just want to start by saying... I want you to go ahead and tell everybody what we were doing for the majority of this podcast. Well, before we, we do that, majority of this movie. before we do that, I just <laughs> want to say, I want to get Mark Dave's thoughts on the solo first Iron Man movie. We kind of were summing it up as we Put were watching it. in 2008. Yeah. Or even now, watching it now. Because oh, I know I, exactly how I felt. I'll, I'll say I I love this movie unabashedly. I'll go to bat for it. I can't honestly because of what it's turned into. It's tough for me to find a lot of faults in this first movie. That's kind of where I'm at. Like it, like if if I do find stuff, I go yeah, but they expanded on this or addressed this or or you know in in movies later they learned from this or whatever it is. But it's really 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 fucking solid. Yeah, Mark Dave, overall thoughts. Iron Man one. Okay. I want you to put a pin on like what people find faults in it because sure. I just want to come back to it for a reason. Sure. Uh, when I saw it in 2008, mm-hmm. I remember seeing it with my friend Trent Mallory. Hi, Trent. Shout out to Trent. And I'll be honest. I don't think What's I was reading Marvel at the time. Yeah, you were. Were you, you were reading burned, anything? You were burned Probably out. Probably not Civil comic War. books. No. no. Okay. No, I didn't come into. <laughs> Could Civil you War. read? I never came. So here's the thing: comic books. I I just want to get this out of the way that I am not coming. I did not come into the MCU. Uh, major comic book fan really? i came in a soft comic book fan oh, i had same. stages in my life growing mm-hmm. up where i was like i was fascinated by comics didn't have money so it was occasionally i'd walk into a comic book store and go mom will you buy me a comic and they were just always random pulls yeah 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 i had my stage through spawn mm-hmm. but again i was reading it sporadically i was never really dived in it yeah. didn't get a lot of it i mean in the first issues there's a big there's references to dc and marvel and like within the first Eight issues. You're still talking it. about Spawn. Yes, God, I brought damn it back, it. buddy. <laughs> but then I dropped that because I was like, I don't know, I don't like this. Sure. Then I got. Then in college, I got back into comics, but then I also dropped out again. Mm-hmm. Then I came back to it after I moved to L.A., mm-hmm. which would have been 2009 after Iron Man. Wow. So I would I would argue that uh, in my without is that the cinematic universe brought me back. I love that to Marvel. I love that. That because makes me very happy. I didn't go into. I never. I pr- prior to that, I probably had never 
read other than Ultimates. Sure. An Iron Man comic book. A comic book that was specifically Iron Man. Correct. Correct. So I went to it just fresh. Mm-hmm. Just this was a movie. I was a mo- I'm a movie. I'm a big movie fan long before comics and mm-hmm. anything else. And I remember seeing it with my friend Trent Mallory and being blown away. Yeah. Just floored. I was just like, it was again, it's a simple story. It's the coolest done thing. Done well. It, the visual effects are great. They just, as we watched it tonight, when we did actually pull attention to it, mm-hmm. um, and I think we were able to do that because we're all like fans of it. We've seen it a million times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I have. I remember a lot, most of it. Listen, I've seen all the special features. I've listened Me to it too. with the commentary. So like, I'll know certain scenes, and then I'll recall some of that information, and I go, yeah, man, Favreau's right. Look at what they did here. Look at what they did there. Yeah. It's shot in such a way, because it was our first of the Marvel Studio movies, that it's so... They don't, and I think this is kept throughout the entire franchise, luckily. Mm -hmm. There's probably exceptions to this because there's movies that are bad in the franchise Mm -hmm. or just their weak spots, of course. But like it's done in such like an an indie film, like, I mean, it's not like an indie film. It's not like shot like an indie film, but like you can tell they are locked in to be like, we don't have the leeway yet. To yeah. do whatever the fuck we want. Right. So we have to be careful. We have to tell our story so precisely. It's very Jaws. Yeah, like very Jaws. Like Early we days Jaws. blow their money Shark on that doesn't shot. Work. And yeah. they were willing not to blow their money. They were yeah. like, we got to show it what we can, when we can, and it has to have a reason. Should like, talk about that one example you were talking about when the mask first comes down. Oh, yeah. Yes. Those there's, two shots. There's two <sighs> moments I'd like to talk about that, that I think illustrate this. One was before we get to Iron Man. But establishing just Robert Downey, or not Robert Downey, Tony Stark's uh, like sort of ego and like his wealth. There's a shot where it's just him going to the airport to get on a plane, mm-hmm. and they have like one long shot where it's him driving fast and uh, through like and then two like another car yeah. following him, which is Lucky, happy. and then the, it or Happy, sorry, Lucky Logan, and then his dog, Lucky Logan, yeah, him. Happy Hogan, Happy, happy Hogan, yeah. Coming and then then they cut to both cars just pulling into the airport like private lot. Yeah, that the cars. Yeah, and I was like, it's just simple. You didn't need more than that to establish that this wealth and his 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 love for speed. Mm-hmm. And I feel like down the road, like if you have a money in your first movie, you're gonna put so much into that, and I'm gonna have too many shots. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it, like him speeding it. down, yeah. like. Uh, like all these artistic shots or just like too many shots of it going fast. But John Favreau knows that he has two shots to establish one, this one two. point. So he's got to get one, there, which two. is a problem that the second one has. He, I agree. Yeah, yeah he, you might he, be right. What, has, what was the second moment you wanted to talk about? The second one, uh, which Keller said was as soon as he puts on the first, uh, the the armor, the first time it's in the mock, is it Mach 3? Mark 3. Mark, sorry, yeah. mm-hmm. that's fine. Uh, Mark I, I'm thinking the shit. He takes I'm the thinking Mark the razors. Three to yeah. Mark three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he shaves with the Mach three, three, and he gets the goat, and then and he's he, ready to put on the Mark exactly. three. Exactly. There had to have been a promotion back then, right? <laughs> Probably was. <laughs> but when he put that on for the first time to fly to somewhere in the Middle East, yeah, Gomera. It literally is just like one shot of it, like pulling back. I think, or is it going yeah. forward? I can't Pulling. remember if it's a push or. A oh, I think push. it's going forward. Is it, it a push in. going forward to the face? Right, if it coming on. Yeah, the face plate. It, face plate drops and covers him, and we're like, oh, that's the first time we're seeing that. And I think another, if they would have had the budget to blow, we would have had a bad version where that shot would have happened, and then it would have shown him blasting out again. Yeah. Even though we'd already seen him sort of blast out of his. 
house in Malibu. House. They would have been like, well, let's do it again and then show him fly over Malibu or whatever to get there. Yep. All they had was that shot, face place on, and the next cut is straight up just Iron Man in the clouds on his way to the Middle East, cut to the Middle East. Left to right. It's so, it's such, the whole movie is full of that, of just clean yeah. storytelling. And it's... Clean it's, visual storytelling. Clean yes. visual, it's so good. And then this last, this year with the end game coming out. Yeah. I hadn't seen it for quite a while. Okay. And you watched it January 1st. January 1st, because I've watched all of them leading once a week. A couple yeah. of double features. I love how that's game. quite a while. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, I meant the it's last time then. I had seen Iron Man. Oh, okay. yeah. It probably been like a year or two. Okay. I couldn't remember the last time I saw it. It might have, when it popped up on Amazon Prime, I might have watched it. Mm-hmm. Now I own it. But um, that, I had the same feelings. I was like, this is just solid and great. Yeah. And yeah. everything's working. I, that's why I want to bring it back. Like, what are the complaints that people have? Because I can't find one. Yeah, I honestly, I don't know. I, I'm like, I don't know. Uh, what? Some people talk shit about Jeff Bridges. Some, you I said, mean, really? He's so good. I don't know. I, I think I, are, I had phenomenal. the argument tonight at the top saying he's one of my, he's in my top five of best villains of MCU. You have to do yeah. that ranking too yeah. now. You just, you brought up that ranking. <laughs> You're the one who brought up that Let's one. Let's keep it to one ranking. <laughs> one ranking. Yeah, you know the one you want to do, so yeah, let's keep it. I want to do that. I mean, if I'm being honest, look, if you look up any like Rotten Tomatoes, like people talking crap about the movie, there are things about it that are generic superhero um, template that it mat that it like lines up with. It's like origin story, blah 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 blah. But here's a deal. That's here's a, a deal. Origin story. Yes, it's all of these things and parameters. And I'm glad we're talking about Scorsese because Keller and I were talking about this earlier in the past couple of weeks or whatever. That it is unfortunate that the most popular franchise, most financially successful franchise, the franchise franchise that pushes opportunities for other movies out of theaters, is the target for somebody like a Martin Scorsese because he cares about film in general. Mm-hmm. And it is unfortunate because. They are the top dog. They're not the underdog anymore, Marvel. But at the top of their game, they still bend and break the rules that are associated with their genre. And I feel like that doesn't get enough credit. I know a lot of people cynically look at the Marvel movies and go, oh, they're all the same. And I go, look, man, they were up to a certain point. And then they really learned from their lesson. Like, they don't just keep making the same thing. Thor Ragnarok is wildly different than Thor 2. Black Panther is revolutionary. In terms of what it talks about, if with big budget movies, you know. Um, uh, well, I would, I would, argue, I would, I add to that too. That like, and I've, I've heard in commentaries the directors talk about this. I'm, I got to cough again. I'm sorry, go, real quick. Please, please I might be losing my voice a little bit. Did you finish your tea? What happened? It's like asthma. This is just like um, that's fine. Allergies. You're um, fine. You're fine. It's like side effects of asthma. Post nasal drip. Right. You don't have to explain. Not post nasal drip. It's more like. Sorry. Okay, I great. I'm gross. Here, take no, this you're music. Not, no, you're not. Take you're a human being with a human body. Yes. A nice body. I mean, asthma sucks. Yeah, okay. it does. Um, We're talking about parameters. We're talking about... I mean, before you get onto that, do you remember the point that you wanted to make, Mark, Dave? Because we're talking about parameters within... And you wanted to add... I'm talking about Black Panther being so new for yeah, what the I know genre what is. Hold that for a second. <laughs> Keller, overall thoughts, Iron Man 1. Uh, I saw this movie when it came out in theaters and I enjoyed it so much. Yeah. I was also blown away. Yeah. But I was also some dumb child. I was a 17 year old <laughs> kid and it was the best superhero movie I'd ever seen. Probably. Yeah. Up in, it's better than Spider-Man 2. 
I, I, I would agree. I yeah, like I would it agree. So much and, more and just because every part of it is good. There yes. are so many weak links to yes, you to can, various things. You can find you can and, like you were just saying. What issues did they have? Correct. I can name the issues in other superhero I'll, movies. I'll give you it, this. It ages. It, it has aged the best. So Definitely. well, even more so than another movie that came out that summer that is number fifteen on the list of the greatest movies ever made. I think it's a great film. I love it very much. The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight is a movie that is good because it is attempting to elevate the source material. Is It, att- it is attempting to distance itself from comic books and go, yeah. no, we're smarter, we're better than that. And both it's, of these movies are like, we're going to make these movies in 2008. Yes, and Iron Man does not do that. Iron well, Man, Iron Man's by very the time much like the, we're in 2008. Though. Yeah, by the time the first Iron Man movie came out, when I went to go see it, whatever comic book knowledge I'm bringing to it, I will say that maybe in terms of my difference between you, Keller, is that at the end post credits, I knew exactly what the potential was of Nick Fury showing up. I was the one freaking out and telling my girlfriend at the right. time. And she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, Shut the Avengers up. are coming is what I, you know, is what Do I was you saying. Notice- Something I've realized, mm. and this is going to be a weird thing to admit, I don't think I watched the post credits of oh, the movie theater. I, don't I think totally I, did. I think I because I heard rumors about it. See, I didn't hear. Of I think did. I might yeah. have heard it after, but I think sure. I didn't see it until after. It was. It's an experience because I was I'll a person forget. that just got up and went sure. for a long time. I will never forget seeing that for the first time. I remember what my body did when I first saw when I heard Sam Jackson, and I knew it was him, recognizably saying. I am Iron Man. I went, oh my God, they're doing it. And I thought, and I just, I reacted so viscerally right. and it was so, so whether I'm bringing my comic book knowledge to the I movie. I see this at midnight even. Yeah. For some reason. I, was like, I think I did too. I might've been during the like day. I had and everybody no was gone. So it was like Saturday afternoon, I think. It's like 2.30 a.m. and everybody was gone. And it was my, <laughs> my like high school, college girlfriend at the time was like, can we go? I'm like, hang on. I have to check I to make that. sure that that's, but anyway, um, whether it's that, but when you watch Iron Man, I will say this, it feels, and it felt like then, and it still feels today, the most like a Marvel Comics movie. Not a movie that features Marvel Comics characters. The Dark Knight is a movie that features characters named Batman and the Joker, and it's not a DC Comics movie. It's not. It is not yeah. attempting to, to live and breathe in the DC universe. It's not attempting to be a Batman film. It's attempting to be Christopher Nolan's take on Batman, which is like, I'm going to remix this, make For it more sure. realistic. It's, com- it's a completely different thing. So those are the differences between these two, those two movies. And I enjoy the hell out of The Dark I'll Knight. I'll tell you right Don't now, get me wrong. if I pitted them against each other, yeah. I love The Dark Knight for, every, for all it is. Yes. The third act is a mess. Okay. I think the Iron with the, Man's... With the two boats? Yes. I think that's a fucking mess. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do what you should have done a long th- time ago. I think that's, I think a lot of that is a mess. Sure, sure. Um, and I think Iron Man's third act is simple and great. Yeah. It's and very, it, and yeah. it connects to like... Like we were talking about like the frozen... The yeah. How'd ice. How you solve the icing problem? Like that's just great a great... Callbacks. Yeah, but it was just a good story. It's a mm-hmm. call, it's a story callback that like, doesn't feel it's forced. It's not trying to be convoluted. It's not trying to be clever for us. It's correct. just saying, hey, this is we didn't show you. We didn't show that just to fucking show it. We yeah, showed yeah, it because yeah. it's part of the story part of the that story. we're telling you. So that's and you where, still feel like the Dark Knight. They're like Batman's real. Batman could be a real thing. Yeah. Terrorism. Sure. This is no, how he deals sure. with it, sure. and that's what Iron Man is. But it's not. They did it in a different way. Yeah, two different ways. ways. Yeah, totally. I like, would agree with it's that. Almost the two same billionaire. Exact, yes, two billionaire white men with black hair. It's pretty insane that they both came out the same year. Yeah, it is. And what's yeah, even more insane wild. is that, truly, at the time in two thousand eight, the Dark Knight had a way bigger impact. Yeah. In a lot of ways, each of those single movies, the Dark Knight still has more of an impact. It's just that 
Warner Brothers, DC, everybody involved with The Dark Knight was like, cool, 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 Christopher Nolan, you can take three years off. You can take four years off. So then, but he came, by the time he came back with his part three, Marvel Studios was like, cool, here's the Avengers. That's mm-hmm. what we've been working on. Or you were off doing Inception, here's what we've been doing. And there was no way they could have caught up. There was absolutely yeah, no, no way. way. So I love. I will always love the Dark Knight trilogy, but a part of me will always go, God, I kind of wish you guys didn't exist because then maybe the clout of a director like Christopher Nolan saying, no, I want to take four years. I really want to get it right, would have gone away. And for better and for worse, there would have been filmmakers and people going, we have to move. We have to make right. Superman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Green Lantern, Justice League, Aquaman, Plastic Man, The Hawks, everything and beyond. For sure. And as, as and I love that stuff, and I only wanted that stuff if it was good, not bad movies. We've gotten bad superhero movies from every company and every yeah. studio. That that's going to happen. But that's what made Iron Man feel special is what it felt like a Marvel movie, more so than any other movie up to that point. Yes. What were you going to say about attacking onto Black Panther and the MCU now? Because I think a lot of the people to call out is like, oh, this thing they're they're sort of breaking. They they play within the origin story, like yes. Captain Marvel's is. Like the others, but it's just the way it's structured is slightly different, right? Correct, told, correct. But I do think people don't leave out, like leave out, like without the way they're they're world building and saying that these movies, for better or worse, are connected. Mm-hmm. You therefore you get to be able to get away with a movie like Civil War, yes, where you yes. do at no point do you have to do the the the. the, the the normal in every most movies, everybody keeps talking you don't about have like to lay any real groundwork. Yeah, you don't. There's no groundwork, and everybody constantly it. says that's a, a superhero trope. That's, yeah, that's fucking story script tropes. The first act is setting your base reality, breaking it. Yeah, going through those turmoils, and then by the end resolving. That is not superhero structure. That is every screenplay you're watching. Yes, ever is doing. Every that. you watch does is that. doing that, but. Because they built all these characters, when they mm-hmm. went into Civil War, they were able to not have to do it. You mm-hmm. walked in, we're like, y'all, y'all know these characters. Yeah, we don't have to back any of that up. And even if we you can now, eventually just, you get to Endgame. Oh my god, and that, yeah. that's what I'm like, talking about. Where major characters died. Like they put where, it. They did the fucking work. Everybody yes, says they are like that's what that's cop the outs. Is. Like you literally have 23 there, movies of laying down. So there, yeah. much there has been groundwork. some movies. And some like TV shows, especially if you consider the whole TV side as being part of the MCU, which some do and some don't. But there are whole movies that you can look at and go, You're wait, you wasted this movie. And they kind of did. But even then, even with their worst of the worst, even with The Incredible Hulk, they're still establishing Bruce Banner and General Ross and all these different things yeah. that they'll play with later. Iron Man 2, they still establish Black Widow, Nick Fury, mm-hmm. S.H.I.E.L.D., things that they play with later. Thor The Dark World is my always bottom of the list. And even within that... They learn lessons and they, they're going to play with, okay, Loki's going to end up running Asgard later, but in disguise as Odin and kind of go from there and we're going to lose Frigga. And even though that movie was bad in a lot of ways, Endgame made up for a lot of Thor. Like they're and like, it's we're going to be crucial yeah. to two of the Thor, like Thor Ragnarok as well. Yeah. 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 Well, that's the thing is like, I think I would, be, I would hate them if like those shitty ones came and then they never addressed them. They never like right. learned or revolved from them. Yes. And got better off of those missteps. Yes. But then they, they were so smart enough to be like, we're going to, not only are we going to, we're going to do twofold. We're going to learn from this mistake. Yeah. Because we're going to be like, Iron Man 2 didn't work. And here's, we're going to f- figure out okay, why. Okay. We hear you. They we probably had a meeting like, why the fuck didn't that work? Yep. Yep. Now let's figure out why. That and Hulk. John, but then they went from out. there and they fixed it. 
for whether you believe that or not, if you're an MCU fan, they fixed it. Right. But then, you know, and then they had other missteps along the way, like a little bit of Age of Ultron has some missteps. Yes. In it. Some great stuff that's world building for the universe, but overall, there's some weird shit that you're like, do we really need to throw this random Thor thing just f- to, for the right. world building that doesn't right. feel connected? Right. Oh, yeah. But whatever. But then um, they also. In, a, in, a, in addition to learning, they didn't disregard anything. I know. There's never a moment where they chose, we have to recon. Mm-hmm. They just were like, that exists. There's it, uh, there's yeah. there's small mentions of, of Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Have even Mark Ruffalo as, as the new banner. He, in the, in the fold, had as yes. dropped into fucking New York and destroyed it. Yes. He's that. like, last time I was in Harlem, <laughs> I broke it. Yeah. And like, he says that in the Avengers. You have that. Yeah. Then when you get like, uh, them they're returning to the dark dark world in uh, Endgame. They never decided to be like, well, we have to get rid of it and forget it. They know they yeah. are. Nope, we got to own it. It's it's. And I a side note, say, real quick, about yeah, Star Wars. Please. In addition to that, that's why I like the Last Jedi the best. Yeah. Because I think even Force Awakens was like, we're trying to redo the originals, but we're also trying to forget the prequels. Yeah. And this Last small Jedi. little reference in yep. Last Jedi to Darth Sidious made me go. Yep. I'm loving you, Ryan Johnson, because even though you know those three movies are garbage, yes. you know it's canon, you're going to honor it. I Go love that you. shit. <laughs> same, same. And we, when I we talked it. about The Phantom Menace, there is good stuff in yes. those damn the, movies. It's the, it's the execution, it's bad, like the story's George Lucas fine. has a cool the fucking story world is, in the story his works. head, though. The story and he, works. he needed to have somebody else coming in and break it. Yeah, yeah so... On the uh, on the other hand, on the flip side, I'm really, as a comic book fan, diehard comic book fan since I was a child, am kind of brokenhearted and torn up about like DC. Because I love DC. I love the brand. I love those characters. I love some of those characters more than I love some Marvel characters and vice versa, right? It's For just sure. it's all preference. So now you get to a point where like you're recasting or have just dropped the actor who played Superman. You're gonna recast or do a completely new reboot Batman film and not bring on or continue the Ben Affleck version of the character. They're making movies and sequels to movies while kind of seemingly ignoring Movies within their own, like they're ignoring Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. They're ignoring mm-hmm. Suicide Squad, even it's though Suicide Squad's mess. getting and kind of a sequel. <laughs> yeah, but it's going to probably be a new thing, right? It'll like the like here's the deal: there's a Harley I, Quinn movie and I, a Suicide. The Harley Squad Quinn movie. movie, the Birds of Prey film, at least has that same Harley Quinn, same actor, For and sure. I feel like it will be a sequel technically to Suicide Squad, even if it's only with her d- describing sort of what happened, if that that happens. James Gunn's Suicide Squad, talking about Ryan Johnson. If anybody could like honor what happened but still move forward, it would be James Gunn. Yeah, for I sure. believe that he gets it. He's bringing back a lot of the cast. I didn't like Suicide Squad, but that cast was either. awesome. This like Viola yeah, Davis like is Amanda Waller. I'm like, you got to keep her on. She's Amanda Waller. You got to keep doing that. So on the one hand, I'm like, I really disliked what they did in Batman versus Superman. I di- I disliked it at a level where I felt like you misunderstood the characters of Superman. And Batman and Wonder well, Woman. Well, that's Scott Snyder not understanding the material that he's been handed to adapt. Zack Snyder. Scott Snyder's a <laughs> or, comic Sorry, writer. Scott Snyder's yeah. who I like from yeah, yeah. American Vampire. Yeah, right. uh, yeah Zack Snyder is literally... Sure. Here's the thing. Okay. Get it out of the way. I, Love is Dawn of the Dead. It's sure. the one thing I'm like, you got that. You yeah. understood that. <laughs> Maybe even 300 you can have that. Yeah, but yeah. though, like Watchmen and his, his, his dealing with Superman and Batman, I'm like, sure. you... It's it's everything you it's you didn't you you understood the surface level of it and that's right. it. You're right. a Superman sticker on the back of the douchebag's pickup truck in high school. 
That's a, that's a <laughs> good way to put it. That's a, where you would, if you were to talk to that guy, hey man, do you like Superman? Are you talking to me, nerd? I'm yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to check in with your love of dunk. Superman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just dunk you on the head, and then you pass out. You're stuffed in a locker, and you're like, I thought he liked Superman. I guess I was wrong. Uh, I guess he just likes to crush puss. I was totally off. I'm so wrong. So wrong. Um, I'm Superman in the fucking bed. <laughs> okay. No, it's like, bitch, brother. I was, I was so, I was really, really bummed out at a lot of choices made character-wise right. and story-wise in that film. And yet, I was like, okay, do we ignore those? Do we reboot? Do we recast? Do we, what do we do? If, they, if we keep seeing the same actors, if we keep seeing Momoa's Aquaman and Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, who I really like her Wonder Woman a lot, and I don't want them yeah. to stop do like that's stupid mm-hmm. if they stopped doing those. Aquaman made a billion dollars. Of course, they're going to do another one, for sure, for sure. But let's like, it, there's good versions of all of those characters with those actors. Movies, obviously, to be released in right. that way. I, I'm torn because I'm like, I, I don't know. I want you to. I, I just want them to keep going. I want them to keep going. But now it's in a place where I don't know how they could ever potentially bring to the screen what I love and cherish about the DC universe and its interconnectivity. Because they can't make a new Batman movie and then have this Aquaman be in that Correct. Batman movie. But they're doing a new Batman movie with a director who I really like. I like his Planet of the Apes. Mark Dave, I know you're not a fan. I don't think he's a bad director. I just I think don't like he's, those movies. Sure, Matt Reeves. And I think Matt Reeves gets it. And when I say it, I mean like comic book and world respecting building. source material. You know, I right. think he gets and it. And when I say respecting source material, yeah. not it so doesn't mean you like have to honor it 100%. No. I don't... Which is sit, what Marvel like a movie, did Like a movie so like well. Sin City bores me because I'm like... Okay, it's, it's, too, it's the pages. Sure. But they're on a big screen. Kind of Watchmen is too, except he glorifies yeah, There's a lot of issues I have with that. But yeah. you have to like adapt it still. Like their comic yeah. book can... you Like people that think, just just take the comic book and put no. it on the screen. I'm like, no. then you're forgetting that they're two different mediums. And this was and made in 1960-something. Like yeah. a movie... Yes. Like people that think that, oh, the answer for to comic books is to take the panels that we read and make no. them narration. It's no. like... You don't you you fully to don't understand make it for the, everybody. Relatable. Yeah, like you don't fully understand that the the cinematic experience Correct. doesn't need that narration if it's done, in my opinion, to the best degree. Correct, I agree one hundred percent. And I think that most MCU movies are able to, and even the bad ones attempt this in a smart way. The balance. What we're talking about is the balance. What we're talking about is honoring the source material, loving what makes a character like Steve Rogers, who on paper to a lot of people are like, that's, I don't get that. What Captain America, what a dork. How can we sell this to international territories? How can we possibly make a movie about a guy dressed like this called Captain America? And they understood it so well that they're like, this is about a character. This is who this character is. And they pitched the character so well to Chris Evans, who had done this twice. He did Marvel movies mm-hmm. twice and they sucked. And they got Chris Evans to come back and be excited about this character. And he's talked about how much this character means to him because the character was correctly pitched to him. I do not believe that Chris Evans was doing the homework and the research and him walking in and going, you know what? Actually, I think this is what my character is and that they followed him. The producers, Kevin Uh Feige, these people understand the source material while also knowing what to leave on the page. Like the Jarvis thing. Yes, Jarvis being a, a, a human British butler, yeah. just like Batman's Alfred. They're like, let's make him AI. Well, I think Kevin Feige is a genius yes. in his own right. Um, in one of my favorite stories was an Endgame, or not Endgame, Infinity War, is that in the Battle of Thanos, yeah. they were going to do a whole thing where they like, Doctor Strange sent him through this whole mindscape mm-hmm. and reflecting on like all his bad things, and he meets the... Uh, 
Oh, they're from in the Infinity Gauntlet storyline, like the two like fates, the oh those characters yeah, like that, the in betweener, yeah, or a bunch of those like, those characters that are like they're like chaos, these cosmic yeah, entities, the those living, chaos. living tribunal, maybe? yeah, the living tribunals, living they, tribunal. They literally, Kevin Feige walked in while and was like, "Hey guys, maybe you should put this in." Yeah, like he was swinging and just was like, "Try anything until we land yeah. on what we know we want." So that's what I have to say is like he is willing to be like, "Let's try it all until Let's try we know weird it's shit. right." Let's try weird shit. Look, Kevin Feige was the guy that I know that he loves, and his top 10 is in this magazine somewhere. Keller, do you want to try and track it down to show Mark Dave? Because back in 2008, he wrote in his top 10 being a That's producer amazing. at Marvel it's Studios. he loves this shit, but he also knows what's going to fucking sell a movie. Yes, he loves, and he it's, in, it's in one of his yeah. top 10, Characters. Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Not He's a big Trekkie. It makes sense. It's a good one. It's a good one. He's a big Trekkie, so I believe that in 2012... Ryan Johnson's. That's interesting, too. Yeah, we're going to look at Ryan Johnson's top 10 list in 2008. Now, it's probably different pretentious, now. Pretentious, 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 <laughs> pretentious, 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 What are you talking about? They're all about? movies I like, but they do look like a guy that went to fucking film school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love you, Ryan, but that yeah. looks like a f- like you have eight and a half as your <laughs> Guys, top movie. No Get out of here. No one's to have Raging Bull in their top 10 anymore. <laughs> oh, I'll boy. give him Raging Bull. It's the eight and a half is number one. Uh, I, I love that movie. Fellini's great. It's brilliant. Yeah. But it's like, I'm going to be a director one day. Did you one see day. that he marked out the numbers, though? He said, not really in order. Mm-hmm. Also pretentious. Yeah, just kidding. Uh, if you're gonna rank, just honor the ranking. Like Fides. he didn't even write out. Make the hard 2001 choice. A Space Odyssey. He yeah. just wrote 2001. 2001. I know. Yeah, it's like, did people, you like the? Well, people year. just put Raiders. It's like okay, all right. Yeah, dude. yeah Here, we, Oh, I want to go back to what we were just talking about, like okay. the DC versus also the Iron Man. Sure. And bring it back to Iron Man. A lot of what made Iron Man successful and able to get to be where we are now, end game and going forward. Yeah. Is the luck that Tony that the casting of Tony Stark with mm. Robert Downey worked so out, right. right? So right. But I would, I'm going to argue this, and I'm not in those rooms. Yeah. But I think it's not just there's the luck that the audience believed in it as well, and yes. it was like on board. He was a risk. He was, you know, yeah. But I, he was only a risk because his career, he went to fucking jail. He yes. was like his life yeah. was ruined, and he came back with kiss, kiss, bang, bang, and this. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tropic Thunder, oh wait, same year as Iron Man. That's crazy. If that's yeah. wow. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, nominated for an Oscar for Best Supporting and he Actor. Lost to the Dead Man. To Heath Ledger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, oh, but, okay, so, um, and that character would not be done. It's a controversial I character. Know, I know. Um, but, God damn that it. aside, yeah. I truly Where believe that, the, find that the creators of Iron Man, yes. meaning Fahey. Maybe it's in the opening spread. All the producers, Fahey and whoever else is involved, Favreau, yeah. everybody in that room from down to like the fucking grip, I think really believed that that Robert Danny was the right choice. Agreed. Agreed. So I don't think you're going to, they came to the table going, well, we hope this works. Yeah. I think they all were like, this fucking works. Yeah. He works as this character. We believe in it. You know what else? And I think that shows. Yeah, yes. And, he, and I, I, real quick, you have no, you probably have something more ingenious. No. Genius to say. Please. I think that every time they, the DC, whoever's been behind the DC, Warner yeah. mostly. Yeah. I think every time they make these, yeah, maybe after Christian Bell going forward, yeah. nobody's believing in it. Right, they're they're hoping for the hit, yes, but they're not truly believing in any of the I DC was gonna people. Say the exact same thing. Not since 1978, Superman the movie, Christopher Reeve. They all believed him. Everybody from the top, Richard Donner to the bottom of yes. that of that production was like, this guy is Superman, and mm-hmm. they were so behind him. And it's it is a you will believe it's not you will believe a man can fly it's you will believe Christopher Reeve is Superman yeah it's a beautiful movie and his heart comes through and it's amazing 
Uh, Michael Keaton with Batman is great. People love it, but I can watch it and go, I don't see, I don't, I don't know if Tim Burton thinks that way. I don't know if he was thinking that like, I have to make the best Bruce Wayne. He was thinking like, well, this is my movie. This is what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I love the Tim Burton, especially the first, the first of his only two. I don't yeah. know why I said the first two. Yeah. Um, well, they're on the Tim Burton universe. Like yeah. The, the I do four. love those movies. Yeah. Here's my, and a lot of people like harp, like people talk about them and I'm in, I think they're apps besides the darkness. Mm-hmm. What year did those come out? Sorry. 1989. When did dark, the dark, Knight, uh, dark Knight returns come out? Batman returns was 1992. Ret- I think. Yeah. 1992. Yeah. Frank Miller's came out in 92. Oh, the comic book. The comic was like book. 87, 86. So very close. Right. Yeah. I think the only thing that they took from that was sure. just the, the putting it in darkness. Agreed. The color shades. Agreed. If you look at it, I still think that Tim Burton is saying that he he grew up not reading in the comic. I don't believe. No, doing Adam he West. He watched. He was he because yeah. a lot of the action in the humor is very 1970s Batman. Yeah, Adam West. It's just yeah. now. Oh, you want it to look dark, so we got Tim Burton to be able to pull that off in that mm-hmm. look, and mm-hmm. it looks wonderful. Unfortunately, it's not until Christopher Nolan that he really like. You know, the, take it or goes, leave it. Christian Bale is Bruce Wayne. And yeah, you buy Christian Bale, it. Yeah. and we're also going like I'm going to bring that Frank Miller what I know. Yes, in like works. Batman, even more so Batman Year One, mm-hmm. um, and bring that in. Mm-hmm. It's, he went to the source, and he's, and he's focusing Brian. on Commissioner Gordon and all that stuff. So, but I think it's about the balance. I think that the MCU movies, and it it really was began and perfected with the first Iron Man. Like they understand oh, yeah. that. Balance. Here's what I want to do before we move on to asking Mark Dave his pick. We got to do this ranking. I think dude. somebody should have, else should have directed Man of Steel and then maybe could have all been fine. <sighs> maybe, but even then, Man I of Steel, Henry they, Cavill, I don't see the same. Not Henry even Cavill, when that, but I'm even saying, when that came like, out. Have somebody else, like, have it. I'm talking about yeah. a different Superman movie. Sure. I think it would have been cool to have fucking Superman being the first show yeah. up in that dark crazy realistic batman oh yeah i would like that'd be fun all that up i wish that that, you know that that's what what they were trying right that that's what warner brothers tried is christopher nolan was done with i know but i'm saying they should have he should have they should have done it right yeah i mean should have been hopefully uh i think nick christopher nolan was done yeah well i mean he should have that time off but i think that time off i think i feel like when you watch dark knight rises again because i think in the movie theater i was like did a, I think I did a little bit of the Phantom Menace thing, where, where I'm like, like, "This is good." I, yeah, I love it because I love those other two. I kind of right. love this, but yeah. then after I sat on it and saw it a, a second or time, I was like, "No, this movie is not that good. So it doesn't work it, all the it way. It does have some spectacles that are cool and seen, and yeah. But overall, I'm like, I, they're kind of phoning this story in, mm-hmm. and they're connecting it in a way that I think is corny mm-hmm. <laughs> by the end. Yeah. Well, speaking of corny, let's talk about. All the MCU movies. All right, can we, we lay them get, out so I don't forget? Hang one? on, hang on. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get my list right now. Hang on. <laughs> it's an encyclopedia on standby somewhere, probably. Do you have? Where do you have a? Oh, it's on your phone. I don't have a list. I'm just gonna make it in the moment. And I, and I tell you, it won't take me. I'll do it. I but I know you got it. I know <laughs> I'll you t- can. I'll tell you what. I'll do. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm not scared. I'm I'll not do this. I'll do this. List. Are you only bottom to top? We're going to go bottom to top. How hang many on, are there on, currently? Hang on, hang on. There 23, are 23, right? So I started, I need to, I need to fix this, but I started to put in the, uh, some of the TV shows and I'm going to take those out because we're going to do just movies. Yeah, don't give me, I'm not a fan of them. So yeah, there's, no there's too much. It's too much. It's too much, baby. Too much. Okay. So I think right now we have, 
Oh, I just boy, don't. Oh Jeff Love's take was just not for me. Um, stuff. I like that? a lot of the Netflix stuff. I like the casting. I think the casting's really good. I don't think you can beat um, Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin. I, think I would that agree with that. Right? And he we talked amazing. about Ben Urich in season one of Daredevil was fantastic. I just wish they didn't kill him off. Yeah. I would know? think there's good casting. I just think, yeah. especially when you, I watched The Defenders out of my curiosity. Sure. Why the fuck do I want to watch a show where four lead characters are all the heavy? Mm-hmm. That yeah. was too much. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's no levity to these guys. Yeah. They're all... Uh, I'm so I'm so burdened. I'm my guilt burdened. Twenty three movies. <laughs> we're about to rank. You did not want to do it. Here that. you go. Here you go. <laughs> well, you you are you're kind of right. Except I was going to say the one who wasn't was Iron Fist, but nobody likes Iron Fist. He was the one that wasn't burdened because he's like I'm. I'm a I heard he was real whiny the whole time though. No, I heard he, he also was still burdened because he was like he like felt the, too I'm burdened the, by his privilege. Like, I was about to say oh. defender of Kun Lun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I shouldn't be here. I, I feel it. guilty by being here. I liked I'm it like, because Luke Cage. Uh, Luke Cage told him to basically shut the fuck up. Like that was Luke's. That's, yeah, you know. Would you watch great. that show? What's that? Uh, Luke Cage, Iron Fist. Yeah, I would watch the hell out of that. Sure, I'll they watch it all. Lighten it up. The That's MCU true. is so good. The Have MCU is so good. Sam? No, I'm doing it right now. I'm that sorry. I will watch every episode of every MCU show. Runaways, Cloak and Dagger, Agent Carter. I'll fucking watch Inhumans, dude. I don't care. You're nuts. It's only like eight episodes or ten okay. episodes. Right, it's terrible. Watch it. It's crap. So we're starting from the bottom. This is my. You want to hear yeah. my ranking first, and then you want to give yours. Is that how you want to do it? We should just go. I think we should go round robin. Yeah, like we round each robin go from the bottom. Yeah. Okay. okay. Put okay. that in the middle then. Keep right. that. Well, yeah. Let me. Are you doing yours too? Apparently. Number. No, tw- I'm not. Number. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> number twenty-three. Thor: The Dark World is me. What's number twenty-three. What's your number twenty-three? My number twenty-three is the inc- has to be the Incredible Hulk. Ooh. It feels just so tonally so not included. And I don't I, I, like I, I I can get on board with you when you say Edward Norton has a good banner. Yeah, he needs because there is some good parts of him being a good actor that is in there. Yes, that I enjoy. The script is just too heavy for me. It's not fun. It has no fun bits to but, it, and I think Marvel. And I'm not, you know, and the, the the thing is, it's one of their missteps to me that they learn from going forward. Mm-hmm. That they're like, wait, I think our movies are that that yeah. have to have this fun included, even when yeah. we have like heart heart in it. Um, I like to compare, and I think the action at the end is all looks like a goddamn video game, and it's sure. it's weird that Iron Man. Even though I will I will argue that MCU does tend to, I think you can tell which movie got the most attention when it comes to the visual effects of that True. year like endgame and uh what came out this year with endgame captain marvel you can tell that they were yeah. like we're putting everybody on endgame yeah we're gonna give you a couple people for captain marvel and Spider-Man i liked Far captain marvel home. yeah which i think still might be Sony, and black so and okay. i think i feel bad because i think black panther got a little shaft of the year sure. of uh, infinity war I'll give you there's that. a little bit of some some sloppy Visual CG. effects, and I think it's because ever they were putting their whole teams on Infinity War. Yeah, they that's okay. that's a fault. I think they could I, somehow try to fix. You're totally right. I'll give you all that. I really like Bruce Banner as a character in a lot of ways more than Tony Stark. Again, going comic cool. book world, what I like about Hulk versus Iron Man when you compare those first two in that first year, Iron Man opens with him having sex with Christine Everhart from Vanity Fair, and it's like fun to be this playboy Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. And Hulk has a scene where he's about to have sex Damn. with. Betty Ross, the love of his life, and he cannot because he will Hulk out. And I'm like, that's the difference between those two characters right there. And it's a bummer to be Hulk. It's not fun. It is not fun. Until Joss Whedon was like, what if he was fun? What if he 
beat up a bunch of aliens and it's the best. And then he got it right. And that's what but everybody I think wanted. Bruce Banner's being Bruce Banner's not fun. Correct. But being, being the Hulk, the Hulk, is, Hulk fun. is fun. I'll give you that. But then that's Ruffalo the thing I think they didn't they fun. didn't in, they didn't inject in there. Yeah. Was that because I yeah. agree with you. I think yes. that's a fun choice. Yes. That you were can't touch somebody that you love because yes. you you might hurt them. Yeah. But if you're not showing that like when I'm the Hulk, I actually enjoy it. Yeah. Then I'm like, you're missing the point of the Dr. Jekyll and the, the problem with that yeah. is that, oh, this thing I, I when I am it. It's mm-hmm. giving into an urge. It's, yeah, it's yeah. part of that. Wish fulfillment. So, they they, haven't so when you're the human, you're like, yeah. you're like, I, I hate being that because I know that I'm going to like it. Yeah, I'm that's not, good. Like, this is the best way to go through all the movies yeah. <laughs> and I to think, make you yeah, just rank them. I agree. And I think that when you when we finally crack that code, as yes. you said, with Avengers and going forward, it that idea that you do enjoy it a little bit mm-hmm. allows it to make sense jumping forward to Thor Ragnarok why yes. he would stay the Hulk for so long. Hulk, always Hulk. Because like I'm now I don't have the... If I stay yeah. Hulk... yeah. Bruce, why wouldn't Bruce Banner? He's like, I have the burden. If I stay him, mm-hmm. some more psychologically, I don't have to have that guilt because yeah. I'm just a Hulk all the time. And he was like, hey, big girl. I had a good life on yeah. Cigar. That Hulk. Your Hulk impression is so good. Hey, big girl. <laughs> it's just Ruffalo trying to do a deep voice. That's I thought it was it Mean Girl. All right. What's your last one? Is it Thor the Dark World? What is it? Thor the Dark World. Okay, you sure? Yeah. All right. Easy. All right. Whoops. It's getting all scratchy. Number Easy. 22. I'm putting Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2. Okay, I gotta think this one out because Iron Man Two's there as well. Or mm-hmm. I'll put Thor. Incredible Hulk there. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I'd still rather watch Sam Rockwell and uh, then Thor, Robert Downey yeah. Jr. Yeah, so you're gonna put Thor there, and Mickey Work be just fucking yeah. nuts. Yeah, I'd rather watch that the then three Thor of them one. be an idiots for an hour, two hours, than be sad for all a, of the Hulk. A lot of Kenneth Branagh's s- Thor is doesn't age very well it doesn't but, i enjoy it but it doesn't but what i do love is like at the time it just reminds me like man they really went for it with certain stuff and then immediately grounded it by bringing him to new mexico and i thought it was a really smart balance like i the stuff with those kind of like first times you see asgard the rainbow bridge the whole deal i'm like i guess swept up in and it. the I casting love it. is fucking yes so good yes i like in it. that first I like movie it. and it carries through like we don't have so that's I'm what I'm doing. You should have said it. that. Save that for when we got to that ranking of that one. Jesus. I'm putting really uh, burning that. Well, I'm putting Iron Man 2 there to kind of. I'm going to put. Thor. I'm going to go with. Are you writing it now? I'm, He's writing it yeah, down. Yeah, I'm writing now. so that okay. I. And also that Do I don't you have feel, it written down? No, I have it all up here. Um, no, you I'm don't. going with Brain Iron Man. Down. I'm going with Iron Man 2 as well. Okay. okay. Because I think Iron Man 2 is just. It's just a great example of how good the first. Yeah. How good you could do a first. And then if you're. If you. I just think. John Favreau and the team at that time decided to build on the wrong things. Yeah. They learned from it later, yes. but they built on they built instead of following. How do I? I don't know how to put this. They just developed every character in, in the weirdest ways, mm-hmm. and they just like double Rocky Four. And they mm-hmm. like they just they do that thing where it's like, well, we had. One Iron Man, mm-hmm. but what if we had a lot? Two this, Iron two Man. Two, but then what if the villain, we had the Iron Monger, but what if we put him in another big yeah. suit? Yeah. It was just like building in the wrong, it was just p- multiplying. Yes. Rather than really, and then they- Finding tr- a new thing. N- or building on like the character yeah. and expanding him. Yeah. And they tried to do that with the dad, but then that just became a weird plot point of him discovering the element. Yes, right? correct. And it was just, it was really weird. And- I love that she's now because I think she grew a lot. Yeah. But 
her introduction, Black Widow's introduction is one of the worst. True. Terrible. It's so sexualized. Yep. It does not hold up. It's yep. gr- it's gross to watch. It's it's yep. it's like more because also it doesn't make sense because it does this thing where also and I'm gonna call it like the Matrix effect. Mm-hmm. It's when they double back. They they take the movie ends by taking steps forward. The yes. prior. And then With him and Pepper Potts maybe moving forward, forward in a committed and relationship. And he's also, he's not a playboy anymore. Yes. By the end of Iron Man 1, I go, oh, he's no longer like that playboy at the Correct. first. Correct. Right? And same with Matrix. At the end, you're like, he is the chosen one. Second Matrix, they're like, I don't, everybody's like, I don't, sure, I'm not sure. I hate it. Nothing happened. It. Same bullshit happened in Austin Powers 1 to 2 where they <laughs> killed... We Vanessa thought he was Kensington. the chosen one. <laughs> yeah, we thought yeah, he wasn't. Could be, could be Dr. Evil. We don't know. So I'm putting uh, Thor, uh, so Thor yeah, that, at 21. Like, don't double back and make yes. him like now have to grow again in the same way. Mm-hmm. You need to continue on that journey. And they were bad at that. At Sam number, Rockwell's good, but he doesn't save that fucking movie. He saves it. He's. I said he's. I said it's Iron better than your so. number 23. <laughs> so, oh, it's oh, weird. <laughs> I said the same thing you did. I agreed with you. Well, here's oh really? <laughs> I'm sorry. Here's what I think we should do. Here's what I think we should I do. Our rankings <laughs> agree. Yeah. Here's what, what here's what I think we should do for time. I'm just gonna read no, all come of them on. because you're already. It's confusing me how you have 24, 25, 26. It's weird. Oh, I. Yeah, it's my, weird. <laughs> it's because you press enter oh, that's and it's ju- automatically that's, now. Yeah. It just, it yeah. just automatically did it. So I want you to go one through twenty three. Keller, I want you to go one through twenty three. But let me read mine to okay. get it over. Get it out of the way. From you. Twenty number twenty three. Thor: The Dark World. Okay. Twenty two. Iron Man two. Okay. Twenty one. Thor. Hmm. 20, The Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. 19, Ant-Man and the Wasp. 18, Iron Man 3. 17, Avengers Age of Ultron. 16, Captain America, the first Avenger. 15, Captain Marvel. 14, Doctor Strange. 13, Ant-Man. 12, we're basically at the so halfway many point. Movies. Yeah, 12, Spider-Man Far From Home. 11, Spider-Man it's all Homecoming. going in one year and out the other. It's fine. Way. This is for the <laughs> listeners. This is for the listeners. Ten Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Nine Iron Man. He's in, he's in my top nine. The first top one. Ten. Nice. Top ten. So we yeah. don't say top nine. Well, fine. Top what ten. Is this? Sorry. Number eight. Captain America: <laughs> The Winter Soldier. Number seven. The Avengers. Number six. Thor Ragnarok. Right to laugh at that. <laughs> Number five. Captain America: Civil War. Number four. Guardians Put of the Galaxy. Place. Number three. Black Panther. Number two. Avengers: Infinity War. Number one. Avengers: Endgame. That's Damn! Where I'm look at. at you. You formulate your list okay, off of no, mine. We're, I'm going to go as quick as possible as we go. Okay. 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 Are we going to you now? What are we no, doing? No, we're going, going to go you. to you. Okay. So I think my number twenty-one is going to definitely be Thor the um, Thor the Dark World. So that's twenty-three. Is it at bottom? So I'm going this way up. 23 is Incredible Hulk. My number oh, right, right, 22 right. is Iron Man 2. Thank you. 21, so 21 is going to be Thor the Dark World. For got me. it. Then I had to start writing them down just so I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would say. What's what's your 20? 20, I think, is going to be Ant-Man and the Wasp. Write it down. Because Ant-Man and the Wasp, I really enjoyed. It's going to, I think they did a. Oh, it's, actually, you know, no. Okay. I'm going to change Move that. it around. But write down Ant-Man and the Wasp and you can just scooch it. Scooch uh, yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I just do whatever you want. Um, dang. I did like the visuals in that one, like the yeah. playfulness of the. They did have like I hate the storyline was a little like uh, but, but, too linear. But toddler size Paul Rudd is hilarious. Yeah, all of that was really cool. The ups <laughs> and downs. Um, like they did stuff in that movie that I've never seen comic book Ant Man do, where I'm like, oh yeah, they just have huge ants running around. Help, like yeah, great. I'm gonna go with Avengers. My twenty is Avengers: uh, Age of Ultron. Ooh. 
because it's just it's I get it. It's it's it's, like too much movie. It's too much of a bridge, and it's too much. It just does things that I'm like, cool ideas for the universe, but as a whole, it doesn't. As its own thing, it, it just can't yeah. pull problems. off what it did the first time with the juggling of the characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not a huge. It paid off in the end, the Hawkeye thing, but the introduction of it was mm-hmm. weird in his family. Uh, I hate all the weird Josh Whedon like loves the, that scene where like this to establish the, his wanting a love between Mar, uh, Mark Banner and, and, and uh, Scarlet oh, yeah. Widow. Yeah, it's like that weird like we're gonna dress them like and they're like in a 50s movie. Yeah, God, that's God, that's disgusting that's <laughs> so lame and he falls on her boobs like there's like yeah. an earthquake attack or like Ultron and he yes. falls and he's like oh I'm sorry and it's like Whedon, Whedon come on, buddy. it's Whedon. people that I'm like you I don't think you, you I don't think you've ever been in a healthy relationship <laughs> Ooh. Uh, that's what I take um, from that uh, shots fired shots, that what you're fired. shots fired what are you talking about Fire. those shots have been fired they've they blown by up his ex-wife. the smolders yes. are yep. still burning uh, I'm gonna then put <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp okay because I just think I love the visuals, but it story-wise is a little weak for my sure. taste. Fair. Um, and great. Uh, let me see. I so mean, those are the a ones lot of the things that are at your top are going to end up in okay. my same top. We're, but we'll see. We're, so all real those, quick, yeah. I'm going to try to go quick. I don't need to write them every time. I just okay, need to okay. quickly. What? Um, I just need to know what number I'm on. That's all. You, I believe, have used this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. I don't know what number great. you're on. So on. This, I'm going up, so I'm on 18. Okay. Great. 18, I would say... Ooh. Ooh. Um, let's put um, Captain America first, Avenger there. There we go. That's I put it down there, Your too. favorite character, Steve Rogers, but still you recognize the first movie is a great introduction to him, but not a great movie on its own. Yes, it okay. has a lot of... Hmm. Problems. I still tear up when he jumps on that grenade, dude. You oh, it's a great moment. I tell you what, that moment. But that's an introduction to a great character. Yes. Uh, its placement yes. in the movie and things like that. Are it has taken me a long time to find this place. They under they underwrite what's her name? Um, Peggy Carter. Yeah. 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 That's why they gave her two seasons of a show. Yeah. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Um, and then I think from there, I'm gonna. Then the next one up will be Iron Man three. <laughs> you just want me to do yours? Thor. No, I just No, I mean the placement. No, no, what, no. So I just said Captain Marvel. I'm gonna go with Thor next. Whoa, the first Thor? Yeah. Dang, first I thought you wrote down Thor already. No, that was Thor That's Dark crazy. World. That's crazy. Uh, Thor wow. is not because I think I even though it's a weaker of the order, yeah, 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 it's yeah. better than for as a whole, I enjoy sure. it. I mean, God, the first time seeing the frost giants on the big screen it's and him cool. spinning his hammer, it's fucking yeah. incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, I might I move it, it around. It's it might fun. move because I kind of want to put... This is going to be controversial. Oh, what? Shit. Go ahead. We're I'm used gonna, to it. We're I'm used gonna to bump, controversy. I'm going to bump it up one and put... after. I'm going to put Far From Home. Oh. <laughs> that's fair. Far From Home's not Ouch. high up for me. That is okay. I love it's the visuals. for me either. I also, yeah. That's an Ant-Man and the Wasp for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the same thing. It's like they wanted... They needed... They wanted more money. Mm-hmm. And they yeah, wanted to further these characters. Um, after that, I'm gonna go Captain Marvel. I think is what I'm gonna Good. do. That. Just keep formulating it, and you can just read it all when you're done. 
Really? Right. Yeah. yeah. Is that what you want me to do? Yeah, just in case I listeners, the listeners. The listeners are like, and then I've lost track. They're like, yeah, maybe, but I want them to you know. I was, I was hoping you guys would yeah. talk to me about each What's one, a, what, banter yeah. about each one I and called out. I just want the list. No. Okay. We can, we can, we can banter you guys, about You guys each talk. One. I'll do my goddamn list. Okay. All right. We'll formulate that. <laughs> or, you'll, or you'll just edit. I'm sorry I'm no. wasting your no, time. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're going to keep everything. We don't waste time on this podcast. We keep it all. Oh, you should have warned me before I I like talking through the list. Honestly, we should have. I really like uh, talking through the list, too. Yeah, it was fun. very entertaining. Okay, you know what? I was so entertained. Let's, ta- let's talk through the list. Because like, even if it's just like have a comment. Well, let's whatever. just pick up where you are now. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Yeah. It's uh, it's a good time. Yeah. There's yeah. some there's some good visuals in it. And I think and it was more um, worth making than Far From Home or Ant-Man and the Wasp. There's some real strong moments in it. I wish that some of the editing were kind of different it feels like some of the movie came together in the edit versus a movie like guardians of the galaxy that first mm-hmm. one we were like that script is so perfect mm-hmm. that they just knew exactly what to do so um but i'm looking forward to seeing more carol danvers and more character stuff well you're yeah. i'm gonna make you really sad oh shit. Go ahead. what number am i at? one two three i mean 23 confusing it's confusing i know what i should have done is just copy pasted this to y'all then you guys could have copy pasted it into notes and then move things around. That's it. It's that. That's just. I mean, you should have just warned me before I came on. I know. I should have oh sent boy. this in an email, been like, formulate your list. Hindsight being what it being is. What it is. That's what I should have done. Twenty-three, twenty. Oh, now you're just counting one by one. No, give me this. Here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna do. I just this need is, to know because I think no. I just wanted to make sure. Okay, next one is Galaxy. Gal- uh, Guardians. Galaxy Quest. Guardians of the Galaxy One. Or uh, Galaxy and Guardians in Volume Two. <laughs> Guardians Volume Two. <laughs> you didn't say any word. Correct. Guardians Volume Two. Galaxy. Then Gar- Then Guardians. I cannot. I then cannot. Guardians. Here's what's one. Just, here's what's happening. Oh, Stop. That's a one-two shot. Boom. Yeah. One. And I, Boom. And I like then that I'm going to go Ant-Man. Check your phones. I just sent you the whole list I heard in my you, but order. I'm, I'm moving. You can do whatever you want. This is this is content. I'm they, not saying mine. <laughs> I just know I'm going to throw up my top five. Yeah, and that's all we're. Gonna I know do. you're number one with a bullet of Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok, number one I with a bullet. Love it. I respect the hell out of I that. I respect it too. Keller, while Mark Dave's formulating his list and re-editing the beautiful formatted list I just sent with not the correct number that. and ranking, it's not that beautifully formatted. Why don't you just put in a note? Give app. us, give us your top five. It's not even a fucking Excel spreadsheet. Go ahead, go ahead. Give us your top five. Top five. We've got Thor Ragnarok. Thor one. Ragnarok. Easy, easy. Yeah. Fucking easy. Yeah. Um, How excited are you for Thor: Love and Thunder? I'm very, very pumped for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I did enjoy both Infinity War and Endgame thoroughly. Okay, this okay. is difficult. <laughs> this is difficult. Exactly. Like, because I'm just thinking about movies I'd rather watch. The movies I'd rather watch the most: Thor: Ragnarok. Iron Man, the first one. Probably Spider-Man Homecoming. Home, homecoming? Very nice. Very nice. And uh, maybe Civil War. Captain America Civil War is a delight. Mm-hmm. It's a treat. And maybe Ant-Man. Wow. You going? You sticking with the comedies. You got to support your comedic bros. Kind of. Like... Some of them are just too melodramatic for me sure. to like. I'll you, fast. I'll skim through some of the. But you know what's melodrama. We've had this conversation. I just like Age of Ultron more than the more, Avengers, just because I don't like Joss Whedon's comedy at all. Mm, mm, I don't okay. like it. Okay, well, it's too corny. 
There is. There's a lot of corniness in Age of Ultron, but it definitely feels like well, there's more a little corniness more, a little in more First Avengers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit more serious. Um. Okay. So those are your top. What did you say? Five or six? Some, you do? I named some of the movies that I enjoy. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Thor Ragnarok. Number one with a bullet. Number one with a bullet. Uh, Mark Dave, how's your list coming along? I'm panicking. <laughs> Don't panic. Let's try to talking? go from the top. Let's go trailer real quick. Then, you, the then you tell okay. me. I think my number, number one. one will, if it's currently, and it'll still be my current favorite, is Winter Soldier. Wow. Winter okay. Soldier is just okay. absolute favorite. Solid. Then and Infinity War is definitely my second. You're so good. Damn, yeah. It's good. Henry Jackman. And then number two is Infinity War. I'm going to go Infinity War. Because it ends on a downer note. I think everything's just great. I love it. I can't even believe they pulled it off. It's awesome. They killed off characters for a year. That's longer than the original Infinity Gauntlet comic books, which was a couple issues, so like a few months. Yes. It's, it's awesome. Cool. Then uh, I'm going to go with the first Avengers. This is my number three. The Avengers is your the number Avengers. three. There we go. What's I your? just, again, another it's thing that blew my mind. it all come together. Dude. Well, and and it, they pulled it off and did Dude. it well. And when it came out, it became the third highest grossing movie ever. And wow. you wept when it. you saw that first Biggest shot opening of weekend. all of them at the same oh, time. Oh, it was. So I got to I got to work on that movie. I knew Thanos was in the movie before anybody, and I was like, "Holy shit, they're going for it!" That's that was amazing. that. That was that first tease of like, "They're really, they're, they're wow, going, they're they're going they're all not, the way out." Yeah, there. they're going all the way out there. What's your number four? Endgame. Avengers Endgame, solid. Number five. I think I've got to go with Iron Man. Iron Man, number six. Black Panther. Black Panther. All right, Black Panther's my yeah my number three. Number six is great. Number seven. Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Let me respect that on mine because these ones now are like. They're not. Yeah, I'm they're filling numbered. my yeah. spaces with yeah. you. Thor, what now? Next no, what number? Number eight. I have to look at your list so I don't make sure I don't. Iron something. Man. Um, no, he already said Iron Man. I'm going to oh. go with Spider Man Homecoming. Spider Man Homecoming. We love You guys love your Spideys more than I do. I had him ranked at number 11 and 12. You're not a real I fan, is the thing. The thing is, is you hate Spider Man. <laughs> He's, he's, your, he's, he's your least favorite, favorite character in all of fiction. my favorite fictional character of all time. No, I just said the opposite of that, so I don't think that could be true. You know, my thing is is that I really love those Spidey movies a lot, but I feel like... Even is, though it got is, Spidey the best out of any Spidey movie? Even here's, though here's it's gotten why. it better than any here's comic why. book? Just I, kidding. Because I, then... Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse. But Spider-Man Homecoming and Far From Home, I ranked them at 11 and 12 because to me they are very sort of interchangeable with what it makes me feel and, you know, the mm-hmm. flaws and all. Yeah. But those two movies I really treat as like... Sorcerer's Stone and Chamber of Secrets in like a long saga of Spider-Man. Where it's going to go. Right. You're so just I'm seeing like, too far down is, the road. Yeah, I'm like, this is year one and two. This is not yet to me. Not that I necessarily want to see, again, you know, like the death of Gwen Stacy or him. But we need you know, two movies from now when he's buried alive. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Craven the Hunter. Like mm-hmm. to get to a point where you get this incredible, not that he hasn't gone through stuff already that Peter Parker has, but in terms of what he'll deal with later in his life, it's it, it's definitely different. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they can, there can be a lot of the things that they did in, in a movie like Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which is like the pure Spidey, the, the, you d, read the, the DNA of it. Run those, so it's yes. it for you. Those things where, you know, Spider-Man is a substitute teacher in, in New mm-hmm. York and he's a science teacher and, and he's, he's having working a on struggling his marriage, marriage with MJ. Whenever Spoiler that alert. whenever that movie happens, I'm gonna be like, "That's the best MCU movie, period." But right now, it's it's Whoa. sort of early on. So, how's that for stalling, Mark Dave? That's pretty good. What's your number nine? I uh, think yeah. I think Civil War is the only one of the two I haven't put on. So I'm gonna get. I'm gonna put S- Civil War there. Okay, and and then Doctor Strange. Number ten, Doctor Strange, Strange. really good. I like. And I then like. it's Ant Man, Iron Man, Guardians Volume One, Two, Captain Marvel, Thor, Far From Home. First Avenger, Ant-Man and Wasp, 
Avengers, Age of Ultron, The Dark World, Iron Man 2, Incredible Hulk. That's it. That's everything. We can put these out. That's if people I will. Who so, cares? Yeah. That was so hard. I'll skip yeah. the first twenty minutes of Doctor Strange, but then the rest of it, I'm on board. Oh, with. Yeah, I love it. I love I, Doctor yeah. Strange. I, I love Doctor Strange, but I it's like, like it more. Not, the more be I a watch sad it. surgeon later. We should <laughs> skip this. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's actually pretty quick. I think they like when you watch it the second time, it does move quicker. He, that him yeah, is okay. that. I yeah. think it goes it's just really sad, fast. rich surgeon. Yes. That's like yeah. I like uh, I what I I don't call I like that he's not that sad to me. I like that he's and he's such an asshole. Yeah, I wish is. I could use like my his hands. sadness comes out as anger and it's like I, I don't, don't believe in chakras. That's or, what I'm I guess yeah. that's the melodrama. <laughs> yeah. That's a, yeah. And I just it was it was to me I loved it because they brought it was like we officially have magic in the I MCU. fucking love Tilda Swinton in that. And me too. It's controversial but I loved it. Absolutely. And I think that uh I think it was smart to bring her so back in Endgame and in she's Endgame. dead and that's it. And and it would be cool if um Well, here's 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 a cool thing that I want to talk about. Uh-oh. Here's something that Iron Man is a pro- has a, there's a problem with Iron Man. It's a serious, genuine problem that is not just indicative of Iron Man, but it's absolutely a part of the problem, which is how the United States, how the military is portrayed, how the U.S. deals with the Middle East. Yeah. That sort of you know jingoistic, bombastic, you know, very American centric storytelling and way of thinking it is unfortunate the way that middle eastern people are overall portrayed in this movie yinsen played by sean tobe amazing character i love him very much it is a bummer that he dies he's a mentor character he's like an obi-wan i mm-hmm. love the character i love that they brought him back for a cameo in iron man 3 and i love that i don't know if you guys have ever done this i've done the rabbit hole of youtube videos that are just like young people editing mcu in like a music video and some of them are real good and some of them are bad but the ones that are good gotta say I have not done that the ones that are good will use yeah, these either. little, yeah, these little emotional points my and, eyes and, glossed and over when, yeah, like, when I start when I said all that videos. oh they fogged out yeah <laughs> but like they'll use Yinsen moments and they'll do the little audio of him being like don't waste your life and then they use a, a, an image of him with his daughter Tony Stark with it you know what I mean those kinds yeah, of yeah, things yeah. where you're like you can really draw some thematic Stuff yeah, now he gets from that first because movie. all I mean all the great all the writers yes. the two like I love that they give the Russos a lot of credit for yes. Winter Soldier, but I think I love Russos are only one half of what really makes Winter Soldier, Civil, Civil War, War um, Avengers three and Avengers four. three and four great. What's the it's other? It's those two writers McFeely and uh, yeah and, and uh, uh, yeah Stephen McFeely and. Marcus, yeah, Marcus and I forget. McFeely, I, see, that's what's that. I don't. Mr. McFeely, we don't. And King Faraday. We don't yeah. say their name, their names enough. Agreed. Agreed. They uh, every interview. Russo's brothers are great. I think semantically, they know what they're doing. They love storytelling. Yeah. But the thing, the hours that those two writers put in, yeah. and invested is the reason those movies work so fucking well. And they've been on it since the first cap. Yeah, and they did a great job in first end, but I think they learned a lot from that, and yeah. I think it shows. But they also every re- they tapped. They literally went back and they kept returning and looking at the characters and like, how do we go further? It's not like arbitrarily like, well, we'd love to see Cap do this or these characters do this. It's like, where are they? Where are they going? Where are they headed? And how do we activate that and continue that? I love the moment where Steve Rogers hands the shield to Sam Wilson. It's in Endgame, it, it, it like makes me cry thinking about it. I think it's a beautiful moment. I think it means everything. And they were, I, and also I, that shows you that like. For better, like for all their flaws, and 
being late to the game. Yes. It shows that the MCU and the people behind it understood yes. that, like, look, Captain is a symbol of the people. He's not a symbol of America. Correct. Or the government. He's a symbol of the people. And Winter Soldier is not that. So every fanboy that was like, he has to be the one, I'm like, you don't get it. Yep. Yep. You don't understand Cap, the, yep. the, the moniker of Cap. Agreed. And Sam Wilson being standing in for the current, who the people makes yes. 100%. And he's supposed to like represent kind of like Superman, best of humanity. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, best yeah. of humanity. And I love anybody. Anthony Mackie. Yeah. Me too. He's so I'm, funny. I'm really into it. Jane, Have you seen the outtakes of him saying all the time? Cut the check. It's the best. <laughs> it's so it's the dumb. Best. It's the best. I love it. Uh, it's so good. It, it's um, so stupid, him and Chris Evans are great, but uh, Jane Foster is now going to be Thor, like in Thor: Love and love Thunder. That's, That's same, so exciting. It's so exciting that evolution. So you look at the first That's Iron be Man. So funny. And not just I, not just the. It's going to be great. Work. I want everything to work going forward. Yes. I know, but like. Knowing that she did the Natalie rap for SNL and knowing yeah. that she's game for anything <laughs> right. and knowing that Taika's directing. Yes. Yeah, it's, like, it's so exciting that I was always talking about the Thor movies for a second. After Thor The Dark World and it was the last time we saw Jane Foster and then we didn't see her, I was the person going, no, you should bring her back and you could convince her to come back to be female Thor. I thought that maybe not in a Thor movie, but in a movie like A-Force, mm-hmm. like the female Avengers yeah. character. I'm like, that's how you win her back. And it, of course, I should have thought it could have been Taika that sort of won her back because she was displeased with how Thor The Dark World shook out and how it was filmed and everything because it was originally going to be Patty Jenkins, yada, yada. But a thing I'll say about mm-hmm. the MCU that is one of its flaws that they have tweaked is the way, again, the way that it's very American-centric, even the depiction of, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. in the beginning is like, well, are you a branch of the government? And then it becomes not that, and then it, you know. Yeah. And to where you get to the point in Avengers Endgame where Tony Stark calls S.H.I.E.L.D. a quasi-fascistic intelligence organization, like, that's a that's a leap. That's a pretty bold statement to do that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And to have the moment in Endgame where you have all the female characters in the MCU going, we understand we have all these characters, we have not utilized them yet, but more. You they know, need like, to. Yeah, they need to, and it's all because a, a lot of. I, I mean, I agree with yeah. the women that felt slighted by that. Sure, sure, because it's like you know, I didn't identify immediately because I'm a man. Sure, but like I get it. They felt like they just got like a small little bone, and it's like you but deserve I, more. I see it as we are promising to use these women more. We're gonna have yeah. female leads for the shows, for the movies, for you know. Yeah, in a sense they were putting away, which I love, is they're putting away the boys club with yeah. the, with Iron Man and Thor Thor's still around but sort of on now part of a team in a sense. Yes, with Valkyrie, which is a big deal and to then, have a black woman and then, come on and yeah. you know yeah a, a black Latina woman to be Tessa the head Thompson. of the Norse now she's the king of Asgard. The king of all Asgard, that stuff. like Norse yeah, mythology, the, which the, is like the Face of white supremacy. Yes. <laughs> Iron it's Man. Fucking awesome. And then with Thor and Captain America in the Avengers was this boys club, but also a very accurate, for better or for worse, depiction of the Silver Age comic book characters that are mostly white, mostly yeah. male, mostly straight. You got three Chris's in your franchise. You got three dudes named Chris, and they're each going to get <laughs> three movies apiece before, you know, a black guy got a movie or uh, a, a Mexican guy got a movie or whatever. Yeah. So. So those kinds of very valid criticisms of this franchise, I think even the franchise itself has recognized. Look, I really liked what they did with Ben Kingsley and Iron Man 3. I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was smart. I thought it worked for the story that they were telling. I thought that all of that stuff worked. Showed but his range like crazy. It was really fun. But <laughs> if you look at the character of the Mandarin in the Iron Man comic books, he's a racist stereotype. It's really tricky to do, to do an Asian warlord, to be this Chinese yeah. guy who's a criminal mastermind. And so... Now Marvel's actually doing it, but the way that they're going to balance that is 
I always thought they would have to do it in like an Iron Man 4 and, and have to figure out some kind of different... Now they're just going to do it. The balance is the hero in that movie is going to be Shang-Chi. Yeah. And I'm like, that's how you do it. And they're, they, they're recognizing what their franchise is lacking in terms of representation, which was an easy... It's an easy thing to... Their comic book universe is already so diverse. Yeah. It's already so varied. You just have to pull from that. They're not making up characters to be like, well, we need a Muslim hero. It's like they're going to give Miss Marvel her own TV show. Hell yeah. And that's going to be a beautiful... Uh, you know, delivery on the promise of the first Iron Man movie to be like, here's Marvel, we did it. Well, it's not Marvel for everybody yet. Middle East, Middle Eastern people are seeing this movie and they're going, this is another. I'm typical, another. I'm depicted it, as uh, a, a terrorist. That's again. all. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Other than the Yinsen character, which is great, but it's like, so that's he what dies in the first fifteen. Right, minutes. you know, and that's a bummer that 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 there'll be people that have seen these movies early and go, well, I'm a female, so I can only ever see these movies and be the girlfriend of the superhero or the love mm-hmm. interest or whatever, whatever. Yeah, or I'm the bull- sidekick. Yeah. I'm the black guy sidekick. Iron Man has a best friend black guy. Captain America has a best friend black guy. Thor has a best friend black guy. Like, they all have best friend black guys. And when can the... And then you finally get Black Panther. And you yeah, finally like, get... I you don't know, need a... I don't need a best... Yeah. A, <laughs> he does. He's got one too. But, you know, he himself... Wakabi, remember I just said, is the... Daniel Kaluuya Well, yeah. Well, they're his, black guys. Though. Yeah, they're all... Yeah. They're not like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, and then he even had a kind of a best friend white guy with Martin Freeman. Yeah, showing Martin up. Freeman was great, yeah. <laughs> and that character is directly from the priest run. So exactly. So um, and then later on, I have to say right now, you know what I'm really the most excited about currently what? going for in the MCU, what? with officially after Endgame and we're, Far From Home, we're on the eve of tomorrow at the time of this recording. Oh yeah, Disney, Disney Plus, Plus is about to Does launch. Does any Marvel nope, show not drop? yet? Not no. yet. It's all Star Wars Those are right in now. production. Okay. I think. Yeah, I think they, they just they, said that uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier went into production. So we're gonna get that I'm next year. Snow White over and over we're again, gonna, <laughs> all day. <laughs> well, I'm excited for the Mandalorian. I'm the busting open that vault. Yeah, yeah, but, crack it open. But that here's vault. what I'm busting really excited: bringing yeah. more back to Iron Man and yeah. MCU. As I'm super excited that we're sort of in this. We're back. We've come. To, we they completed their their journey from Iron Man and to, to where we are now. Yeah. We only know of two movies about that are f- like we know the movies that are coming, but the two that are about to come are Black Widow mm-hmm. and Eternals. Eternals. Yes, but we really are back in a place of like we don't. I don't know where the fuck it's gonna go. Totally, and I'm excited totally. that I don't know because, because even because once you get like over. four movies in, yeah, you sort of can start to be like not that I know exactly what's gonna come, mm-hmm. but like you start to get the teasers and go like, well, we're working towards this Than- Thanos Infinity Stones Stone and, and whatever. Okay, we're working yeah. towards something. Yeah. Now we're slowly in a place where I'm like excited to be like, what seeds are they going to plant yeah. in that Black Widow movie? What seeds Ooh. are going to be planted in that Eternal movie? And and Some meaning seeds because I'm like Kang the Conqueror. I like Kang the Conqueror is a big one, but I mean we fuck with time. Why would yeah. he not show up? Exactly. Um, He's a time traveler, badass. It's also a future alternate version of Reed Richards, like a dis- like a descendant or a, or an ancestor of. Reed I thought Richards. It was, I thought it was Doom, Doctor Doom. That he no, was no, no, no. He's not. He's related to Reed Richards. Reed Richards is that right? Fell up, child. Yeah. He was iron, but Kang then there's the a version Conqueror. where he's ironclad too. Iron lad, iron lad. A young right. Nathaniel Richards. Ironclad that's is better. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I get all, a lot <laughs> of that stuff. Real. I get confused. Ironclad sure. is better than uh-huh. iron lad. Sorry, you're <laughs> no more than me. I... Hey, it's all encyclopedias. That's all it is. I just read that shit. <laughs> I've never read a comic book. I've never. I've just, I like to Wikipedia stuff. That's mm-hmm. all it is. Good for you. I know. It's but um, I'm excited about that brain. too. I'm excited, obviously, about the diversity stuff. I know Keller's excited about Thor, Love, and Thunder. And the diversity stuff. Don't oh, do no, that. of course. We're, <laughs> I mean, we're all excited oh, about all these kidding. things. 
I love the title of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse in the, of Madness. Yeah. It sounds like a Cthulhu. So many. <laughs> is that going to be a movie? Yeah. yeah. That's exciting. The title's so yeah. fun. And the vision, WandaVision's going to lead into that. And I think that's going to, hopefully yeah. it sounds like that's, from the poster, it sounds like it's going to establish her, her like true, like her powers yeah. of being able to manipulate it's about reality, reality and you're like holy honestly. shit it is it is about goddamn time i love it i want that character to go through the ringer scarlet witch emotionally wanda which is messed up but it's do it, you want the house can, of whatever M? not yeah. necessarily but i'll tell you what now that they have the rights to it man man oh man if we got a magneto something connection that would right. be incredible i love that relationship in the comics it's there's so much stuff there it's very complex very complex very i mean quicksilver's dead and that's fine he can stay dead but but you know what multiverse of madness they're going to go to a multiverse where quicksilver's alive i bet that'll be a part of I bet, going that would that would factor emotionally they're bringing back they're bringing him back pumped. yeah he's i bet he's pumped it's <laughs> great listen it's great that even you get to this point where there is alternate universe time travel shenanigans anything is possible and yet people are still mourning the loss of tony stark because it yeah. feels permanent and now and multiverse burned. shit doesn't seem that like but even with that i still think that these movies have followed this universe cuz remember when doctor strange said there's one in 9 million chances that we make this yeah there's yeah. that means that there are nine million other universes versions of the movie avengers endgame where they fucking lose what? you have to I sift through you have to watch that movie nine million times before you get to the one where you go yeah. they won that's insane to me so yeah there'll be other universes and yeah all that stuff is cool and fun to explore but the one we're following is the one that yeah. did it and that so that feels like there's stakes there because They'd won, but they're, 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 the thing that they had to give up to win was Tony Stark and, and Chris Evans, Black Steve Widow, Rogers, yeah. and Black Widow, who died. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, that, and they'll stay that way. Yeah. Oh, and I can't wait for the Hawkeye TV show. And I thought mm. the... What do, you, what do you think about Renner? Um, do, you think, do you think they're going to like phase him out of the him? show? I don't uh, think they'll don't, recast him. I don't know if it's a full phase out. I don't know. I'm, I mean, clearly the logo sees they're they're going to go off the Matt Fraction stuff. Yeah, I'm hoping Mark can step up. Yeah, and sort of play that playfulness that Hawkeye has in the Matt Fraction run. Mm-hmm. But then the fact that we're getting Kate Bishop and I think the casting yeah. is perfect for yes. her. Yes, Haley Steinfeld. Yeah, because I yeah. love. I mean, I didn't love Bumblebee. I think Bumblebee's a bit of a mess. But she's, but she's great. great, and she's also I really loved her in that movie, like Edge of Seven. Or yeah, was it Edge of Seventeen? Yeah, Edge of Seventeen. Yeah, she's so good in that. And I was just like, oh yeah, she's a yeah. I don't. I, there's no other young well, actor I could think of to bring I, in for Kate Bishop. I don't want to give any of these away because there's a, they were really good. But while we were watching Iron Man for two hours straight, we were basically fan casting the characters <laughs> yeah. that have yeah. not been like the Fantastic Four, the X Men, mm-hmm. you know, Wolverine, everybody, the villains, Doctor Doom. And you all throw out some throw some really really good actor names. Yeah, there's a lot out there. There's a lot out there. Um, but that stuff's really exciting, man. To see the Fantastic Four, to see the X Men yeah. done like the X Men, like that's gonna be. And then Mahershala Ali Blade. Blade. Is that's be Blade fucking, is incredible. That's yes. gonna be. They better. I just hope they are smart enough to get at least a Wesley Snipes cameo in there. Something. Yeah, I you hope know, so. I wouldn't mind Wesley coming back in some other role in the MCU. Yeah, I'm fine with whether that Whether it's too. related to Blade or not. Like if he shows up in, in Black Panther 2? No. Oh, you know absolutely. you know this was my pitch. I, yeah. Cuz I listened to a podcast that Will Hines, you know Will Hines. Yes. Yeah. He does a podcast where they go through comics and right now they've been going through the classic Fantastic 4, what so the I re- fuck? So awesome. I read them for the very first time just recently, the Stanley and Kirby yeah. run. Yeah. Some of it's great, some of it is 
hard. Yes. And it's <laughs> yes. misogyny and a yes. lot of other shit. Yes. But this is my pitch of how you introduce the Fantastic Four. This is my pitch. I'm not going to like it, but go ahead. It's fine. I'm not. I, I can't. So oh, it's already too close. Come on, do you Hector. Know, hey, do you know how Black Panther, you know Black Panther, how he, where he was introduced? Yes. He was introduced in like issue 50 something of, of Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. I think you do a soft introduction in Black, in Panther, Black 2. Panther 2 of the Fantastic oh, Four. I don't Or at that. least Rich, Reed Richards. I love that. Because then I it's just... said that. Because to me that honors yes. Black Panther's is, um, introduction into yes. the original Fantastic Four book. Yes. And as and the it's soft. Like, technological, like the best. Reed Richards somebody like, yeah, is it's talking like somebody to like them. Shuri has to like, needs advice from or, She's or needs to, to this, this, call it like this get, new guy, this yeah. guy who's now an emerging scientist. Or and, working with Sue and it's just like an, whatever would be a cool to I love s- it. a soft Because intro. here's why I love it. I, I, would, I would still hope that it would be maybe Reed Richards by himself. That'd be cool. It's kind of just how like Barry Allen showed up as Barry Allen in like or Reed season and two. Sue. Sure, but they showed up not powered. Like Barry Allen was just Barry Allen in season two of Arrow and then Next season, he got his own show, The Flash, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. where he got powers. But he was just like, "I'm a, I'm a forensic a scientist, cop." Right. Um, because Mark Davis is describing how like Black Panther's introduced in Fantastic Four, where the Fantastic Four are attacked in their headquarters by this dude who's clad stealth, stealthily black, beats the crap out of the Fantastic Four, which at the time in the '60s was the most popular comic book. Yeah, like the highest selling comic book. And then at the end of the issue, he unmasks himself, and it's a black guy. And he says, I'm from Africa, and I'm from this advanced African nation. And in a sense, he was just like trying to test them out, I test think. Them to I make, yeah, like to see if they were good uh, fighters or whatever, whatever. Like just keeping tabs on American crime fighters, whatever it was he was doing. But it was a sneaky way for Stanley and Jack Kirby to introduce audiences at the time, mostly white audiences then, that would yeah. be not cool with that, to a new character who happens to be black by being like, hey, he beats the, our best characters. He's super smart. And he and he ha- comes from a technologically advanced Africa. It's more advanced than us. Oh, yeah, it's great. And Wakanda, it's, it's so cool. It's so cool. It's such a great it's like, idea. And it's introduced in like two or three issues. I, I would love it if 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 Reed Richards end, ended up name dropped or straight up cameos in Black Panther two. So that later when they do a Fantastic Four movie, it's that same character. You know, it opens yeah. with like him talking to T'Challa on a view screen, and he's like, "Good job, Reed. Thank you for whatever." Do do do, and he goes, "Okay, thanks." Uh, like King T'Challa. You know, phases out, and then you pan over to Ben Grimm and Susan Storm. Yeah, they're just you a know. fun, soft connection. I you love, can that build. would be great. That's my my dream. I love it. You said you wouldn't like it. You're I know. Alive. I was wrong. Wouldn't you love to be in those rooms that, yes, that they have? Their, more they, than anything their in little, the world, uh, Ron. Their Marvel campus where they just have writers <sighs> come in. Because yes. you, have you heard? I, there's, I'll have to send you the podcast. I'm knowing we're going way long because I can talk about this stuff too much. <laughs> this is the, the guy. The one of the co-writers of Black Panther forever was working on the Rhodey movie. Cool. They originally <sighs> were going to do. I'll have to find War what Machine. podcast it is. Yeah, oh. War Machine. He literally, where they were like ready to go and like move forward. The only reason they didn't do it is that he became a more of a prevalent part in Iron Man Two. What? Yeah, when when I, my, when War Machine became an actual prevalent part of. Iron Man Two. Uh-huh. That's the only reason they backed off because they were like a War Machine movie. Yep. So they're going to spin off at the time Terrence Howard. <laughs> no, I think even Don Cheadle. Wow. But like, or whoever is going to play the part. But they yeah. were working on a story like that writer. That's like the co-writer Plant Panther. I'll, I have to find the okay. podcast that's I listen crazy. to. Him. But I was like, well, that's dude, crazy because you know yeah. then they're just like working on stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it mean it will always see. move forward. Yes, but yes, it was yes. like because somebody so might come along and be like, well, I want to do this. They were working on Ant Man. 
Edgar Wright for years, and then they found a way to plug him in. They were they had their plans, and then they got the deal with Spider Man to share him. So then they pushed back some movies, and people were upset because they're like, "Well, now we're going to put Spider Man Homecoming in 2017." And people are like, "Well, that was that was when Black Panther was supposed to come out, summer of 2017." They're like, "Well, we push it to February of 2018, just to be able to squeeze in Spider Man yeah. because they were like, "Well, we got to have him in Civil War, and we got to you know." And I know that uh, everyone is like was like butt hurt that Edgar Wright wasn't part of the MCU. Sure. But I would rather, I like Edgar Wright as a director, but a guy that's like that a kind of an auteur. Yeah. And have you, his own thing. You go do your own thing because yeah. I'd rather have, I'd rather have a, the director that did the first Ant-Man or did both Ant-Man. Peyton Reed. He did a great job. Yeah. And, he, and I think he was just, I don't think he's a bad, I don't he's think he's. gunning a, for Fantastic Four, you know that? Oh, that's cool. He's a huge FF fan and him doing the, he has the, the right Ant, pitch, can Ant-Man movies. Yeah. Him doing the Ant-Man movies, I think have kind of been like, so what do you guys think? Do you think I could, you know. Yeah, because I'm just yeah yeah I don't know I just I would rather have guys that are are great directors like them and the yeah. guy that did Doctor Strange yeah Scott that, Derrickson that are less are more willing to like I don't think they're yes men to Marvel I just think they they play ball better agreed and I think Edgar's like you just need to play ball by yourself and who you choose agreed because that's where you're gonna shine. Mark, Dave, this has been an, an, an illuminating conversation. An enlightening. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy talking about this stuff too much, and you guys are great. Universe. You're great. You're the best in the biz. Now best we're going to get to the point where... Uh, as, as, <laughs> oh, yes. I talked stuff so long, we still have a segment. In as sense as briefly as you can. My girlfriend is like, I told her I'd be home an hour ago. Yeah. We can... We can uh, Oops. Oh, that's fine. We're, no, we're going to do this. We're going to make this like... We can we honestly make to. it like five minutes, and it's just, we really want to touch on it, but we need to get your pick. For a movie that you would contribute. Last year it was Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol. You know the rules. What movie out of every movie in the world, everything, something we talked about tonight or something we never heard of, what movie would you pick to add to the list of the 500 greatest movies of all time? Oh, this is going to be... What's going through your brain? What are you thinking? Charlie Kaufman is going through my brain. Has anybody added Charlie Kaufman? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Okay. We've watched Being John and Malkovich. None of, yes. and none, oh, so he's yes. on this. We watched yes. Being John Malkovich. Have people added movies that are actually on this list? Yeah, or? a couple. Only like, a couple. I think, I think last year we watched Halloween. And then Adam added our buddy Halloween. Adam, and he was like, well, I'm going to add Halloween because it's great. You the original Halloween. Get, tell her like 40 minutes from now, you'll be there. <laughs> 40 minutes? Like, yeah. How far away do you live? Yeah, how far away do you live? I live like 20 minutes yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So like five minutes of this, yeah, yeah. five minutes of buys, and then you go and get the Lyft or Uber, and then you're good to go. Okay. okay. Um, I'm going to go with Adaptation. Adaptation? Adaptation, I think, is so wonderful. I think it's... it's uh, Spike Jones is one of the... Uh, See, I added a little period at the end because that's how you spell that movie title. Oh, There's yeah. a period at the end of adaptation. I, I love that. that. Yeah, there is. Um, God, I think it's Nicolas Cage's possibly his greatest performance. Mm-hmm. If not, at least one of his greatest because, I mean, he did get an Oscar for Leaving Las Vegas mm-hmm. and he has other great stuff. Matched he's a weirdo, but I do think when his weirdness is in the right place. Agreed, agreed, agreed. It can... I like, have you watched those minute. variety where the actors talk, go through like their roles and talk about them? Did he no. do one? Yeah, yeah he, he does one in like... I actually walked away from it going, I respect him. I don't agree with all your projects. And some of them, I think you didn't get, I don't, I think no one reined you in when they needed to probably rein you in. Yeah. But there's also something about that. Like, good. You never let them rein you in. Mm-hmm. But when, he, cause he's just so weird. He's coming from like, he wants to do German expressionism and shit. Yeah. And you're like, 
yeah, you're great because at least you have a a mad a method to your madness. Yes, agreed. You're going for something. Yeah, it's not. He's not just blindly yeah. bad acting. Or yeah. And he is like he's perfect for that role. Agreed. Have you seen adaptation yet, Kelly? Yeah. Yeah, it was very good. It and, is very good. I don't love that movie, no. but he is very good, and it is very good. I'm also glad that the movie that explores the act of adapting something to begin with was used for that book, or like about flowers or whatever, and not something like a thing that I love and would have loved and would have been dying to see on screen. You know what I mean? Like if I'm like, oh, they're finally making an Iron Man movie, and then it was this interesting, like, well, what about adapting a comic book? Makes it, I'd be like, oh boy, all right, yeah. I didn't get an Iron Man movie. But it was the thing that I wasn't passionate about to begin with, and I thought it was a fascinating exploration of that because I am obsessed with the art of ad- adaptation. Yeah, from and, source material to film or whatever. Yeah, and I think his weird thing of like putting himself into this weird. Yeah story with a twin brother and like and i and john malkovich is so funny yeah and like the idea that like when they go to the set of john malkovich and all this weird like meta shit that could go bad like but they just pull off all that stuff spike jones is just so such a good director and i want to rewatch streep is amazing it's great yeah yeah it's it's so good so sad very sad and then i just adaptation like gosh the filmmaking style is great. great Do we already mention Chris Cooper and how he good he is? Oh, Chris Cooper's good. He got his Oscar for he was He was Norman Osborn. Oh, yeah. He would have been good if they didn't put him in dying in a bed. <laughs> I know. He raps in The Muppets. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I didn't know he never can't seen it. laugh. It's a, good, it's a good time. I've never seen it. Mark Day, we have to have you come back oh, to yeah, just hang out and watch please. a movie. <laughs> yeah, yes. please do. And we're way over time. We're way over time. I knew this was going to happen. Yeah, with me. I said this was going to happen. You did say that. And I was like, I was like, it'll be an hour. It's this short. I was like, it'll be an hour. Uh, Keller, what movie are we watching next week and who's our guest going to be? Next week, we are watching Dirty Dancing. The original, 1987. It is available to rent for two bucks on like PlayStation and Redbox and then three bucks on like... Guys, borrow you know. it from your mom. Yeah. <laughs> borrow the cool. DVD from your mom. That's what I'm original doing. Original Dirty Dancing. I've never seen it all the way through. I haven't either. My mom won't shut up about it though. <laughs> For, That's for funny. 20 I've never seen it ever. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward I to it. I know it more from that dumb, crazy, whatever, love. It's crazy, stupid love? Yeah, yeah. we reenact it. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> great. That's <laughs> great. Yeah, Emma, Emma Stone and, uh, and, and Ryan Gosling. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So it's a big, seminal piece of pop culture. Our guest is going to be comic book writer Jody Hauser. She's written Spider-Man. She's written Doctor Who. She's written Star Wars. She's written... Uh, Thrawn. She's written so many things that I love. We'll ask and her, her thoughts on Iron Man. Yeah, she's gotten to she's gotten <laughs> to touch so many like those childhood brain breaking like oh my god. She's written for DC, Marvel, oh. all the companies. It's the coolest job in the world. I'm a huge wow. fan of hers, and it's going to be great to uh, <laughs> to get her on I'm the blown show. Blown away, you got it. Isn't it awesome? You get a real for amazing. honest to goodness comic book. Writer. Why are you wasting your cool. time with me? Hey man. <laughs> Because you got the Captain America shirt custom made. That's why. <laughs> Too tight. <laughs> Too tight. Just like Cap. So go, guys, go watch Dirty Dancing. Uh, go rent it. And then come back next week and listen to the episode with Jody Hauser. Mark Dave Christensen, we cannot thank you enough for being the only representative of the, the most successful and popular movie franchise of all time. Hell yeah, man. Iron Man rules. It Iron Man rules. Rules. Where can people find you, follow you on the internet? Is there anything that you want to point them to, any projects? Or anything? Yeah, um, I'll just point you to uh, my Instagram and Twitter, at Hobbit138. Um, Instagram, for the most part, I'm pretty active on there. Mm-hmm. Then check my podcast out if you're a comic book fan, um, or if you like Hellboy specifically. It's such a good podcast. I co-host... Or if you like um, Mark. What? I said, or if you like Mark. 
Or if you like Mark, <laughs> Mark David, go yeah. listen to it. Um, I, ha- I co-host that with Kate Thompson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hector has been on. And uh, it's Ah Crap, a Hellboy podcast. Find it anywhere you podcast. What year are you guys in right now? We're You're reading it with, by year of Hellboy publication. Yeah, we're in 2000, I think they're around 2006. So you're reading the Hellboy comics. You've read everything that's come out since it started up to the year 2006. Yes. And that's as we're, awesome. re- the week we're recording this right now, I guess this is, you're publishing this the same week we record yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is we're, we're having our final season three episode <gasps> and then we'll come back in 2020. Because cool. it's just cumbersome when you're like trying to stick to like a really especially oh. during the holidays and shit. Yeah, I needed a I need a hiatus. Mm-hmm. Tell us you about deserve it. it honestly, <laughs> yeah. we do one of these once a week. Crazy. We take two weeks off a year. Fifty a year. That's it. Wow, that's wild. That's too nuts. many. Too many. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's hard. Too many movies. Yeah, but when Keller and I are done with 2019, we'll be one fifth of the way done with this podcast. Wow, only one fifth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only one <laughs> the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark David, thank you again for talking all things MCU and Iron Man. Thank Iron Man you. does rule. This, we didn't even talk enough. No, we there, talked we, too long. What we is there barely to say? scratched the surface. The movie's great. It's and great. The franchise is, you know what it is at this point. It is, it is, it, it, you, it, you, it's unignorable. You, you know like what it, it is. You like it or you don't. It, that's <laughs> we love it. it. We hate it. That's where you're at. Can't live without it. Can't live without it. Guys, we'll see you next week with Dirty Dancing, where I'm sure it's also going to go an hour 40. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go fucking nuts after that movie. See you guys later. Bye. Bye.